hour in the Paracast, the gold standard of paranormal radio. And now, here's Gene Steinberg. We're back with Gene and Chris on the Paracast this week. As you know, Chris has taken a couple of weeks off and he's back raring to go. A little bit later, we expect to hear from Burnt State. But this is one of those shop talk episodes that we do every year or so. And the last one was in March of 2014. So we felt this was the time. This was the place. Now, in last week's episode of After the Paracast, which you can't get unless you join Paracast Plus, in last week's episode, Chris was on and he mentioned plans to have a memorial fund to raise funds for this webcam project in honor of his late brother, Brendan O'Brien. Chris, can you give me some ideas as to what you're hoping for here? Well, it's it costs money to have a robust internet connection, uh, you know, with up to seven cameras. You know, we're going to have to somehow generate some cash to pay for this. So what we've, you know, kind of kicked around the idea of, of having a memorial fund set up with a Kickstarter campaign or a GoFundMe type of effort to go ahead and generate the amount of cash that's going to take to at least get this thing up and running for a couple of years uh, to demonstrate its viability. I think once we get it up and functioning and we do gain some quality data, I think the groundswell of support will, you know, I think will ensue and we'll have, uh, you know, I think we'll have more, interest in funding than than we know what to do with. But obviously, we have to demonstrate the viability of the project. We have to uh, gain some irrefutable, unequivocal data that can be analyzed by science. And and it it won't be able to be shot down. Uh, If it's the kind of data that I think is, is ready to be gathered, in the San Luis Valley, one of our wonderful hotspot areas here in North America, we'll, we'll, we'll demonstrate the viability of the project. And, and it's, it's quite simple. You know, in order to get funded, you need to show that you have something worth funding. It's, it's a, a cash 22. So I think with a memorial fund, my brother was very instrumental in my process uh, for many years uh, in the San Luis Valley and throughout my life. And, you know, I feel like a, an eight-armed octopus that uh, is all of a sudden missing a limb uh, without him. He's, you know, he was the most important person in my life, uh, my only family. It's been it's been really tough dealing with his loss, uh, especially so quickly. You don't normally, you know, <laughs> three weeks is just not enough time to prepare for for a loss like that. And I think that this would be a great tribute uh, to his memory and. To all the wonderful uh, time and effort and energy he put in uh, to help me in my project, I think at the very least uh, we, you, you know, we can do is memorialize his uh, his wonderful efforts and his life uh, in this way. So uh, there you go, and that's uh, that's kind of the long and the short of it, Gene. Well, here's the thing that I think our listeners should understand. Chris and I have been talking for a long time about the fact that very little real research is being done in the UFO field. Precious little. They collect sightings. They hold conferences. They get involved in reality TV shows where no investigation occurs. It doesn't exist. And now Chris has got this project in honor of his late brother where 
he's trying to raise funds to do real research, record the presence of weird phenomena, give you some tools to investigate this thing. I don't think this has ever been done anywhere in the world. I haven't heard it's, of it. It's not anything. a webcam, Gene. It's a triangulated array of cameras. It's a minimum of four cameras, an all-sky cam in the, in the middle at, you know, in, in the center of a triangle array of cameras. Uh, the all-sky cam sees the entire sky, essentially. And if an event occurs that triggers the parameters necessary to record on motion to detect you know motion first of all and then record on motion then all three cameras are given that uh, quadrant data and they all swing around and they all triangulate in on the event this has never been done and with three separate triangulated camera views plus the initial all sky cam uh triggering uh, data this is science this is this is where we have to go in this realm unless we, <laughs> No one is ever going to take this subject seriously unless we can demonstrate with the scientific method beyond repute, demonstrate that these these events are real, these objects are real, they, they actually take up time and space uh, in our reality and uh, and can be measured. And, and anything less than that, you know, Jacques Vallée is saying, oh, we need this, hey, we need this uh, international database that uh, we can... We can correlate sightings and blah, 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 blah. That's all bunk. Anecdotal data is not going to tell you anything. Sorry, Jacques, but that is not where this field should go. This field should go for hard data monitoring, real-time, you know, irrefutable hard data monitoring. Take it away, Gene. <laughs> no, I agree. I used the word webcam only to simplify it. Obviously, it's a lot more of a sophisticated system. The key is here is that you're doing something and trying to do something that isn't being done. And I agree 100% with you that just collecting more sightings is not going to solve anything. Because how many sightings do you need to prove that UFOs exist, that there is a phenomenon out there that we cannot identify? How many? One or two. You have tens and tens of thousands Plus, you have all these crazy red herrings like the Roswell slides about which I'll speak later that just start people going off in tangents, you know, just like people chasing men in black back in the 50s and 60s and 70s. You know, are men in black going to solve this problem, even if they're not intelligence people, if they're private people, if they are even paranormal creatures? You're not going to capture them. You're not going to be able to tase them or get them or have them arrested. It's not going to happen. So even if men in black are real, it doesn't solve the UFO mystery. It doesn't tell you what Bigfoot is. And that's the problem with the UFO field. All of these red herrings keep coming up over and over again. Now, as far as doing Kickstarter or GoFundMe, we're hoping that you, some of you out there are skilled at doing this because this is one of the things where we get one shot to tell the story for Chris to explain exactly what he has in mind, what it's going to cost, what the potential benefits are. And we hope that maybe someone out there who has done fundraising can get in touch with us over at the Paracast and give us some ideas, help us draw up the campaign. The key here is he's going to be as careful as possible, Chris, in defining 
all the things that he needs. And I've seen huge amounts of money raised on GoFundMe for silly things, okay? Silly purposes. I mentioned some in After the Powercast, and I won't mention one particular case there, but I mean silly things. Whereas people who are sick and need money for medical care, not always getting the money. If it's something that gets attention in the press, you know, even if it's not serious attention, sometimes that brings in money. But this is something with a serious scientific purpose. It could overhaul UFO research once and for all after all these years. Get something solid done. So if you have some any ideas, contact us. Every page at theparacast.com or forum.theparacast.com has a contact us link. You click or tap that link, send us a message, tell us how you can help in drawing up the presentation for the campaign, and this way we can get it done. As I said, you know, you don't get multiple times to try this out. It has to work the first time, and after all these years, we need to get somewhere off where we are now because the field is in a rut. We'll talk more about that in our next segment. We'll also tell you, how to get after the Paracast if you haven't done so already. It's a Shop Talk episode with Gene and Chris. Burnt State will be over later. You're in the Paracast. Pharmacist Ben Fuchs believes virtually all disease states can be backtracked to digestive problems. Deficiencies in stomach acid can affect all downstream systems. Taking digestive enzymes can be amazingly helpful for dealing with deficiencies in stomach acid. Enzymes require low pH for activation. You can also use aloe vera juice, by the way. Sugars in aloe vera have a coating effect on the digestive system. Longevity has a cool product called Noni Plus, which is made from aloe and the noni fruit. It's tasty. It can also function to support digestive acidification, acidification of the stomach, and activation of digestive enzymes. Take pharmacist Ben's advice and support your digestive system by ordering Noni Plus from Longevity. Call 866-735-2470. That's 866-735-2470 or on the web at brightsideben.com. That's brightsideben.com. Order today. Gold isn't for you? Ted Anderson, president of Midas Resources, one of the world's premier gold and precious metal investing firms. I get it. You wouldn't buy gold if you believed that the government is doing a great job, that the Fed will stop handing out trillions of dollars like bailout candy, that Social Security would be there for you. That's not what's happening. You might even pass on gold if the stimulus package wouldn't fuel inflation, or that the dollar wouldn't lose value, or that your retirement would be secure. If all looks rosy to you, then now is not the time to buy gold. For the realists, there have never been more sobering reasons to diversify with gold. Since 2001, the U.S. dollar index has tanked 30% while gold has risen 300%. Right now, savvy investors are adding gold to their portfolios. You should too. Find out what they know. Call us and I'll send you 10 reasons why gold will do very well, free. 800-686-2237. 800-686-2237. That's 800-686-2237. We live in a complicated society. Stressful issues are always popping up. Have you ever been treated unfairly by someone? Have you ever been overcharged for a repair? Have you ever signed a contract or a document? Worried about identity theft? How many times have you been in those unique situations where you just wanted to call an attorney to find out if you're right or wrong or what your legal rights are? But every time you think about calling an attorney, what do you think about first? 
That's right. Who do you call and how much will it cost? Our friends at Legal Shield have found a solution. With a nationwide network of 6,900 attorneys who average over 19 years of experience, Legal Shield's law firms take over 40,000 calls per week helping their members. For less than $20 per month, you can have access to Legal Shield on everything from the trivial to the traumatic. Let Legal Shield stand up for your rights at lsprotection.com. That's lsprotection.com. Or call 855-340-SAVE. 855-340-7283. Results will vary from case to case. If you constantly feel run down and tired, your pH level might be low and your body could be full of toxins. If what you drink is not at a pH level of 8 or higher, you are inviting bacteria and acid to thrive in your body. But there is something you can do. Simply add 10 drops of AlkaVision Plasma pH drops to your water to help your body rid itself of acidic waste, increase oxygen, and raise your pH balance to optimum levels. AlkaVision Plasma pH drops combine a unique formula of the most alkaline minerals in the world. Alkalizing the water you drink, ridding your body of acidic waste and toxins, and helping you regain energy and vibrant health. And studies show viruses, bacteria, and toxins cannot survive in an alkaline, high pH environment. Order your bottle of AlkaVision Plasma pH drops at AlkaVision.com. That's A-L-K-A-Vision.com. Or call 269-409-1776. 269-409-1776. Alkalize your body. Supercharge your health at AlkaVision.com today. We'd like to hear from you. If you have a comment or question about the Paracast, send it to news at theparacast.com. That's news at theparacast.com. And don't forget to visit our famous Paracast community forums at forum.theparacast.com. This is our Shop Talk episode. We do this every six months or a year, and we haven't done it since March of 2014 with Gene and Chris a bit later. Burns State very knowledgeable gentleman who comes from way up north in Canada is going to journey into the show and give us his points of view. But right now, we were talking about this process here where Chris is trying to raise funds for this network of cameras, and I won't use the term webcam anymore, or I will maybe the next time and he'll correct me, which can possibly be instrumental in finding solid evidence of the reality of UFOs and other things, checking the goings-on, in the Mysterious Valley. Now, I mentioned after the Paracast, because that's our second radio show. And it's available only on a subscription basis as part of the Paracast Plus package. So here's how you get it. You go to plus.theparacast.com, P-L-U-S dot theparacast.com, and all you have to do is sign up for our subscription, Paracast Plus. You get after the Paracast, you get... The PowerCast ad-free, higher-resolution copy. That's two things so far. And we have video projects that will be available soon, plus other stuff. And we're preparing exclusive interviews for after the PowerCast that won't be part of the PowerCast for various reasons, such as they're too short or too specialized. Regardless, go to plus.thepowercast.com, and here's a special deal. If you subscribe for one year or five years, you get a copy of... Stalking the Tricksters, the ebook version that Chris O'Brien has generously donated. Plus.theparacast.com. Let's continue our discussions. Of course, we were talking about the problems in the UFO field, about the fact that real investigation doesn't really happen. It's just collecting a lot of stories, a lot of anecdotal data. And whether you have one sighting, 100 or 10 million, 
Do you get any more evidence? I don't know. Now, we've talked about in the past the Roswell slides. That's, of course, the discovery of these two slides, Kodachrome slides, that depict something that may or may not be the corpse of an alien being. We can't tell. Now, there's going to be an event in Mexico City happening in May. I think it's May 5th, right, Chris? Uh, I believe so. Actually, it's the same day I'm going to be speaking in Adams State University up in Colorado. And I'll tell you which one I suggest you go to. And it's not Mexico City. On the other hand, a fellow named Miguel, who we all know as Red Pill Junkie, who's a terrifically knowledgeable blogger on all things paranormal, he will be there, and he assures me he'll report back as to what happened. So we'll have Red Pill Junkie joining us to... I, I couldn't think of a better person to be attending that particular soiree. Well, he's the kind of guy who will figure out what's really going on and get a real assessment about what this stuff is. And I still think it's nonsense. I still think it's a lot of nonsense. I still think that it's being oversold. And that's the biggest problem I have with it. And Chris, you could agree or disagree. I think if there's something real there, why do we have to go through all this nonsense to oversell this possible piece of evidence of something or other? Let the story be told on the basis of the analysis of the slides and what the slides show. Don't prejudge it. Don't hype it. Because when you do, it's like Microsoft used to do with their vaporware, where they'd advertise a new product and it never shows up. That kind of thing. What's your point, Chris? <laughs> I have no point. To me, it's it's just a, a bunch of hype. And, you know, there's there's so many people are, are, are excited about this. And, and I... I just can't for the life of me figure out why. I don't think that there's a snowball chance in hell that this is going to be anything significant. I don't think that there's a, a snowball chance in hell that it can be in any way, shape, or form tied to the Roswell event. I think it's just a lot of wishful thinking. I think it's people greedy that see you know a, a chance to make a fast buck. It's like Richard Hoagland. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, I couldn't believe it. I, I remember he, he after the Phoenix Lights incident, uh, hit the airwaves and got some notoriety. He uh, he rented some big auditorium and charged 100 bucks a head for a, a conference uh, and, and featured Vance Davis of the, the Gulf Breeze uh, 6. If uh, some of our listeners remember the uh, Gulf Breeze 6, uh, some Ouija board-wielding... Uh, Ex-military members uh, claiming the world's going to end, blah, blah, blah. And he, he touted Vance Davis, one of these uh, erstwhile military members, as his Masonic scholar. Was up there on the dais with him, uh, explaining all things, uh, you know, that had to do with uh, the symbolism of the Phoenix Lights event. And uh, and, and to me, it, it this whole Roswell slide thing falls into the same kind of category. And, and, and you know, Don Schmidt, uh, Tom Carey, uh, Jaime Masson, you know, good luck, guys. Uh, you, you know, you're never going to be able to, to, if this thing falls flat on its face, as I predict it will, <laughs> all your efforts, all your years of work are going to be flushed down the toilet. Uh, and, and, and shame on you. 
after all, think of the stakes here. If they're staking their reputations on this, and it turns out to be a red herring, what then? Now, let me give you another piece of information that came out this week. Now, we know Kevin Randall, who's been an occasional guest on the show, has a blog called A Different Perspective at kevinrandall.blogspot.com. That's Google's blogspot where you can put up a blog. Now, he has run several articles about Roswell Slides. And now he has one called Roswell Slides and Stan Friedman, which went up on the 8th of April. I'm going to read a little bit from it because I think it's very important. It's very apt. And I know that Chris and I have ragged on Stanton Friedman for being too accepting of the MJ-12 documents. And he won't change his point of view. So he was asked about Roswell Slides. Let me read you the introduction. Then I'll read you Stanton Friedman's statement in our next segment. So Kevin says, while many seem to be tired of the Roswell Slides nonsense, there has been one additional announcement. Stan Friedman, who now labels himself as the first civilian investigator of Roswell, was invited to participate in the Mexico City extravaganza by Jaime Busan and then Don Schmidt. Friedman, who has remained somewhat silent as the controversy swirled, finally chimed in. In a well-publicized statement, he wrote, what did he write? I'll tell you in our next segment, okay? But just to let you know, you're listening to Gene and Chris talking shop. And I think it's time to lay our cards on the table about a lot of these <laughs> very silly things that are going on in the UFO field. And of course, we ragged on MUFON for being active with this Hangar One TV show, which is ridiculous. It's no more accurate than the House Hunters show, where you have people looking at new homes and 30 minutes they find the one they want to buy. So maybe we should have Hangar One merge with House Hunters and that'll be Hangar One's House Hunters or House Hunting Hangar One. I don't know. <laughs> Gene <laughs> and Chris, you're in the Paracast. We are the premier independent talk radio network, the Genesis Communications Network, GCN. Is there a secret UFO agenda? Do strange creatures from the darkest corners of the mind roam the earth? Is there evidence for mind control, time travel, or devious government conspiracies? Find out the inside scoop on the latest conspiracies, paranormal activity, and Freudian phenomena when you subscribe to Tim Beckley's Conspiracy Journal. It's jam-packed with stories, special book and DVD promotions, and the best news, it's absolutely free, sent right to your mailbox. Plus, a bonus free email newsletter sent out every Friday. Simply send an email with your name and address to MrUFO at WebTV.net. That's MrUFO at WebTV.net. Find out what they don't want you to know. Did you? 
you know that drinking pure, high-alkaline water is one of the most important factors in maintaining high energy and vibrant health? Most experts agree that the water you drink should be at a pH level of 8 or higher. AlkaVision Plasma pH Drops, available only at AlkaVision.com, combine a unique formula of only the most alkaline minerals. AlkaVision Plasma pH Drops alkalize your water, ridding the body of harmful toxins, and helps you regain health and energy. Alkalizing your water by simply adding 10 drops of AlkaVision Plasma pH Drops helps the body rid itself of acidic waste, increases oxygen content, and raises the pH of your body to healthy levels. And bacteria and viruses cannot survive in an alkaline high pH environment. Order your bottle of AlkaVision Plasma pH Drops for only $29.95 at AlkaVision.com. That's A-L-K-A-Vision.com. Or call 269-409-1776. 269-409-1776. Alkalize your body. Supercharge your health at AlkaVision.com today. By now, you may have heard a bit about Bitcoins. But did you know Bitcoins are now over an $8.5 billion market? And did you know that over 65,000 businesses now accept Bitcoins? Listen, if you're already earning Bitcoins or trying to make money in the Bitcoin market, you've got to know BidBit.co. Why? Because BidBit.co is where you can easily receive Bitcoins by selling and auctioning off your own personal items or promote business products and services for Bitcoins. You heard right. Whether personal or business, you can now buy, sell, and auction your products and services quickly, easily, and securely for Bitcoin at BidBit.co, the first and only marketplace website to offer BidBit escrow, a proprietary technology which gives buyers and sellers security and peace of mind because all transactions are protected. Start today. It's free to join, free to post, free to auction, and free to bid at BidBit.co. Buy, sell, bid, or auction everything Bitcoin. That's www.bidbit.co. BidBit.co. Don't complain about your cable bill going up and up and up. Do something about it. Grab a pencil and jot down this special number. 1-855-905-MY-TV. The more cable TV rates go up, the better digital satellite TV looks. Say goodbye to the cable guy. And get more of your favorite channels in 100% digital quality for less money. Call 1-855-905-MY-TV. Sign up for packages starting as low as $19.99 and there's no equipment to buy. You get free HD TV upgrade, a free DVR upgrade, and free professional installation. You control what you watch when you watch it. Record your favorite shows, pause and rewind live TV, even skip the commercials. Watch local channels too. At just $19.99, what are you waiting for? Pull out your major credit or debit card. Call 1-855-905-MY-TV. 1-855-905-MY-TV. Say goodbye to the cable guy. Cut costs and get more. 1-855-905-MY-TV. 1-855-905-MY-TV. This is Jacques Vallée. You're listening to the Paracast, the gold standard of paranormal radio. Which would you like? Hangar 1's House Hunters or House Hunters in Hangar 1? They're Hunters. Or the Huntress. You know, make it female. Gene Steinberg, Chris O'Brien, Talking Shop, Burnt State, do later. As I mentioned during our past segment, Kevin Randall's different perspective ran this article with Stanton Friedman's comments about Roswell Slides. This is what Stan wrote. My first thought was since I would be asked my views as the first civilian investigator of the Roswell crashed saucer event, 
He has to give himself a credit, folks. You see, he goes on. It would be nice to have firsthand information. So I read as much as I could, positive and negative. I have not held copies of the slides. I can find no convincing information that there is any connection between the slides and Roswell. How would an outsider gain access to the real bodies? I have seen no specific data to convince me these are phony, but that doesn't establish a connection to the Roswell events. But I don't want to appear to add legitimacy to my presence in Mexico City in the absence of serious evidence of the slides being what is being claimed they are. Absence of evidence is not evidence of absence. So what can I tell you? He's not going to hang his hat on something that, uh, you know, the evidence chain, providence and all that, uh, just, it just, there's gaping holes in the whole thing. And, and, uh, the fact that the things underneath a glass, you know, in a glass display case, sitting on a blanket with a hand, you know, <laughs> card, it just doesn't add up. They would not treat something so historically significant and, potentially biologically dangerous in such a cavalier manner, number one. And and anybody that thinks that there's a, the, the slightest possibility that this is real should go to Rick Dyer's school of uh, Bigfoot hoaxes. And, uh, and <laughs> uh, it, it, to me, it's ludicrous. And it, it just, it really makes me scratch my head and wonder why I am, I'm allowing myself to be publicly associated with such a circus, uh, with the label, questionable label of ufology to, to, to me, you know, I, I, people say, Oh, you're a ufologist. And I, I correct them. I say, no, I'm not. Don't call me that. That's an insult. <laughs> so, uh, I'm feeling rather jaded today, Gene, uh, which is, I guess, maybe understandable, maybe not, but, I, I just, I, it, uh, this stuff makes me embarrassed to be associated in any way, shape, or form with the field. And and uh, uh, we'll see what Burn State has to say when he comes on here. But uh, I'm, I'm, I'm becoming more and more disillusioned uh, as the years go by. I'm becoming more jaded, cynical, and, uh, and just, uh, I'm, I'm just, this, it's wearing me out. Uh, how much true believerism is taking over this field and, and, and people wanting all these wonderful uh, sci-fi scenarios to be real without any, any even, even, even pretending to have any sort of semblance of discrimination and, and uh, you know, a sense of discernment. Uh, it, it's just, it's ridiculous uh, what passes as as reality and uh, and true believerism uh, today, it, it's it's going downhill fast. There are no brakes on the uh, on the vehicle, and uh, there's a brick wall at the end of the uh, the downward slippery slope. So, pass it back over to you, there, Gino. We obviously we're still in it to win it to figure out what's really going on and try to come up with some answers try to find better ways to do research or ways to do research because that isn't being done. As I wrote in that article for the PowerCast newsletter, no investigations can actually proceed, which actually dates back to the days of NICAP. But NICAP didn't do any investigation. 
How many books out there about UFOs actually are the results of research and not just copying stories, presenting fascinating stories, campfire stories? Now, I know we've had some guests on the show, like J.C. Johnson, who tells really good campfire stories. It's not that he doesn't have a process where he vets his stories. It's not that he isn't sincere. It's not that the stories aren't true. But that's not the same thing as doing scientific investigation of strange things. And you've got to think, if UFOs are truly representative of a civilization from another planet, certainly we've got to redouble our efforts to figure that out, if that's true. And if it's not true, report that fact. If it's something else, report that fact. But right now we're in a situation where the UFO field is filled with backbiting, flaming, red herrings, vaporware, promises that aren't delivered, requests for disclosure. Now, requests for disclosure, to my point of view, is a cop-out. Because you're saying, well, maybe the government knows the truth. If they tell us the truth, we don't have to do anything. We just have to ask them nicely or get the right petition or stage enough public events. And eventually the government will say, okay, sure, they are aliens and this is the truth and here's the reason. Ain't going to happen. I think we have the evidence of, what, 60 years to prove that disclosure can't work. Now, maybe the press of outside events may force something to happen like that. Maybe it is that the government is engaged in a gradual disclosure where they slowly dole out information about the possibility of life in outer space, hoping to get us to eventually agree that that life is here and they're visiting us, that they have water on Mercury and on the moons of Jupiter and Saturn. I don't know. Do you think that disclosure, if it happened, Chris, would be so gradual we wouldn't know? Well, it makes more sense than some big, you know, announcement by the government. I I don't think, again, I've said this many, many times on the Paracast, I don't think the government is in full control of the width and breadth of information about UFOs um, or about the paranormal in general. I, I, I think it's just... You know, it doesn't put votes in the voting box. It doesn't uh, generate campaign funding. Um, so these are issues that are that are really, you know, not important to your average uh, <laughs> American politician. And that being the case, I think I think the government has uh, allowed a lot of this information to be uh, appropriated by the private sector. I think. Uh, if you could gather all this information together from various sources and put it under one big hangar one, uh, you may, you may have something to disclose. But I, I don't think I don't think in its piecemeal state that it's there's anything that can be disclosed. Really, I think the government knows a lot more than we do on certain levels. That's why they're a lot more confused than we are. I think the more you know about this subject, the more you realize you don't know, and that just creates confusion and it it creates uh you know it kind of forces that ostrich that proverbial ostrich to to thrust its head even further in the sand and keep that nice little feathered tushy you know wiggling in the breeze uh and and i think that this analogy is appropriate for uh anyone that 
wants to discuss uh, the whole topic of of the government coming clean about UFOs or disclosing what it knows. The government doesn't know Jack. And so uh, maybe we should go ask Jack. <laughs> well, there's a guy named Jack in private industry. And that, of course, raises the bigger question. If there was a secret that the government possessed, would they keep the secret? Would they have to find ways to have that secret pass on from generation to generation, bureaucrat to bureaucrat, or send it all out to private industry because they're just not accountable. Besides, they are funding your election campaign, your re-election campaign. We've got more to come with our Shop Talk episode. Burnt State joins us later on with Gene and Chris. You're in the Paracast. We are America's largest independently owned communications network, GCN. Attack of the Rockoids has been well-received by critics and readers alike. It's a -a thrill-a-minute story you'll never forget. A former U.S. military intelligence officer is haunted by intense dreams about a beautiful woman pleading for his help after a terrible battle in outer space. But the dreams turn out to be true and thrust him into a telepathic love affair with a woman whose faraway planet is intent on destroying the Earth. And now the gripping tale continues in The Coming of the Protectors. It's the second book of the Rockoids trilogy, a galaxy-spanning adventure that pits our hapless heroes against powerful, fanatical enemies that threaten the lives of freedom-loving beings everywhere. Attack of the Rockoids and The Coming of the Protectors, classic science fiction at its best, available now. For more details, visit rockoids.com. That's R-O-C-K-O-I-D-S dot com. If the IRS has garnished your paycheck or seized money from your bank account, you need to get professional tax help now. Fast action is required to put a halt to these aggressive IRS collection tactics. You can count on the knowledgeable team of tax professionals at Wall & Associates. With over 30 years of experience, Wall & Associates has settled the tax problems of thousands of taxpayers for a small fraction of what they owed. For a free face-to-face consultation, call 1-800-425-4610 to put a wall between you and the IRS. 1-800-425-4610 or look for us on the web at wallandassociates.net. We solve tax problems. If you hire Walland Associates today, you'll never have to talk to the IRS again. To stop the levies and seizures today, take action now. Call Walland Associates at 1-800-425-4610. Wall and Associates. 1-800-425-4610. Based on actual cases, results may vary. Not a solicitation for legal services. Normal blood pressure, naturally. How would that make you feel? I'm Don from New Mexico. January of 2000, I had a heart attack. Then my real health began going downhill, and I had uh, high blood pressure, high blood sugar, poor vision, and I really wasn't sleeping well. I was a mess, pretty much. Don reports dramatic improvements with heart and body extract. I started taking uh, heart and body extract, and from within a few days, I started sleeping a lot better. My blood pressure uh, normalized, my blood sugar normalized, and uh, my sleep really did improve. 
experience these benefits and more when your body gets what it needs with the assistance of Heart and Body Extract. Order at HBExtract.com or call 866-295-5305. That's HBExtract.com or call 866-295-5305. Folks, I did not expect this at all. By the 7th, 8th, and ninth day, I saw dramatic improvements from taking Heart and Body Extract. Details at HBExtract.com or call 866-295-5305 for Heart and Body Extract. This alert just came in. This special announcement is for business owners and leaders of organizations who've been waiting for the right time to build. General Steel has made it impossible to wait any longer with rock-bottom prices that could save you thousands. That's right. General Steel, America's leader in pre-engineered structures, is offering buildings at prices you will never see again. Don't miss these prices. A 50 by 100 for $35,000. You heard right. That's 5,000 square feet for $35,000. Manufacturers, if you need a larger building, try a 100 by 100 commercial building for $129,000. You can't afford to rent with these prices. Imagine a 70 by 100 foot church building for under $69,000. With the economy improving and interest rates still at historic lows, you can't afford to wait. So call 866-91-STEEL. Lock in your price now. Call 866-91-STEEL. That's 866-917-8335. This is Jerome Clark, author of the UFO Encyclopedia and other books. You're listening to the Paracast. I'm jaded. He's frustrated. Gene Steinberg, Chris O'Brien, Shop Talk episode. And I'm not giving up, by the way. Chris is not giving up on research. It's just as if we don't point out the problems with the field now and we keep that discussion going, things will never, ever get fixed. Things are never going to be fixed. It's just going to be on and on. We'll have the silly flame wars. We'll have all the arguments. We'll have debates over UFO abductions. Now, that's another thing, too. UFO abductions. We've talked about that from time to time. And Chris and I do not believe that hypnotic regression brings out the evidence, although certainly there are various purposes for that and it has its value in doing examinations by psychologists psychiatrists hypnotherapists etc but to tell us the truth about ufo abductions no if someone believes they've had a abduction that they were abducted how does that tell you what the real event is how does that tell us what the real event is if they remember consciously or otherwise being transported through a window, levitated into a spaceship, or waking up in a spaceship, or being taken aboard one. How does that prove what really happened? Chris? Well, it doesn't. I mean, that's the short answer. Um, I, you know, again, this is this is an area that I've just, because of my own personal experience, I've just stayed away from it. I, I don't know what to make of it. I, I, I know there's something behind uh at least a percentage of these claims uh i think that there is a real phenomenon uh at the heart of this i think a lot of personal interpretation a lot of sort of front-loaded programming uh, that the culture uh, provides individuals uh who maybe fall within the uh the rubric of the abduction phenomenon uh, i i think that there's a lot of of sort of unintentional um, 
the details that, that are being created by the individual, uh, possibly to help them deal with the experience, uh, possibly to 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 help them um, interpret um, why they've been selected. Uh, there's just so much of it that that is intensely personal, that that varies uh, from case to case. That it's too inconsistent in many ways and and in other ways it's too consistent to be real uh in my mind uh to be taken at that face value uh, th- this is something just infinitely complex that i don't think enough work has been done on and looking at the um at, at the effect of these experiences on the individual um as well as the effect of these experiences on the culture as you know as a whole it, I think too much, it's a force for the trees type scenario. I think a lot of the details are being supplied by the experiencer and uh, do not accurately reflect the true nature of the experience. That's kind of my bottom line. Again, I don't think these people are making, uh, or some of these people are making this up. I think uh, there are some people that that just are totally delusional. Uh, There's no doubt in my mind. But for the people that are experiencing these things, I, I know there's something going on because I personally have experienced something uh, along these lines. So there is something to this, but it is nowhere near <laughs> what people uh, think it is. And uh, much more work has to be done uh, to, to really ascertain the width and breadth and, and depth of this, this whole phenomenon. The thing that bothers me is when you try to extrapolate these events. First, assume, okay, it's ET visiting us. And wait a minute, these people are, in some cases, remember tests being taken of their reproductive systems. Maybe there's a dream of having some kind of relationship with an alien. And they talk about a hybrid race. And then we have some researchers extrapolating this and saying, the aliens are here to create a hybrid race. Millions of people have been abducted. And I have to think, even if our DNA is compatible with alien DNA, where they can do some kind of genetic engineering to create this hybrid race. Why would they need to kidnap more, and this is kidnapping, more than a few people to accomplish this? And, you know, what's up with the scoop marks and the the implants? I mean, you would think that uh, nanotechnology would be, you know, a state and level of technology that, an advanced race would, would have access to. And you would think that, uh, you know, just a, a swab with a, <laughs> with a cotton swab uh, on a stick would be suffice for gathering genetic material, just, you know, getting a little bit of saliva, you know, why take, you know, scoop marks out of legs or arms or, uh, you know, forcibly uh, place large invasive objects up nasal cavities or behind ears or, it, it, it to me it's it just doesn't make sense i mean the level of medical procedures the level of technology some of these medical procedures uh allegedly are exhibiting are, are medieval sound it just uh, to me it's all it, it, there's so much of this that smacks of theater and it, it smacks of 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 just um subterfuge uh, there's a surreality to all this that, that doesn't add up uh an advanced race would not be employing 
uh, I think degraded levels of technology. Uh, it, it just, it, it doesn't make sense, Gene. It, it just totally does not make sense. And anybody that thinks it makes sense needs to have their head examined. Well, let's not go that far because we have some dedicated people who are researching these things and come to conclusions like this. But again, we're not denigrating the people who have sometimes very frightening experiences. Really screws them up. Something is happening. It's but happening, we, but if, if people think that the, that the level of technology being employed by these so-called aliens, uh, it, it can be explained away. It, it, it doesn't make sense. Our level of technology... If, 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 if our level of technology was employed by these aliens, they would not need to do such invasive, uh, you know, frightening things to people. I, I think that the, the whole idea of the theatricality about this is, is something that has not been explored enough. And, uh, and, and, and if somebody thinks that – if somebody can try to explain to me the rationale for employing medieval <laughs> levels of technology – it's just go ahead explain explain to me why these particular procedures are done with the particular instruments in a particular way go ahead explain to me why this is so and why they can't be less invasive why they can't be uh kinder and gentler why create such a you know a, a sense of fear and violation and uh and invasion, uh, whatever is being done, and for whatever rationale, could be done a lot less uh, violently, a lot less invasively, and and it could be done in a way that would be less traumatic and less impactful on the participant. The fact that those kinder and gentler uh, scenarios are not being employed indicates to me that there is a message being sent. And that message um, has to do with uh, an area of this whole phenomenon that has not been adequately addressed. Uh, let's put it that way. I think also the wrong questions are sometimes being asked, which is not what are the aliens up to, but what happened to these people? Who are they being contacted by? Can we assume at all that what they see is what they're getting? This is another argument I make about UFOs in general and about these personal encounters. And that is, are we seeing what's really there? Are we seeing something that we can't interpret visually so we make it up? At what level are we being contacted? Physically? Mentally? A lot of things is going on that we don't understand. And I still think back to the movie Contact, where Jodie Foster plays this radio astronomer who goes on what may or may not have been a trip to another star system, but never physically leaving Earth. And she meets E.T., and E.T. is, of course, a creature from another star system. He's not from Mars or Venus or anything like that. And E.T. comes to her in the form of her father, saying that you would not accept my true appearance, so I'm coming this way to you to communicate with you. Is that what E.T. is doing or whatever force is behind UFOs? Yeah, good question. And we'll have more to talk about in our next segment. 
Shop Talk with Gene and Chris. You're in the Paracast. A little right, a little left, but always independent-minded. The Genesis Communications Network, GCN. First came Attack of the Rockoids, and it was a critically acclaimed success. And now there's the coming of the Protectors. A former military intelligence man is contacted by a space woman in a dream. A dream that turns out to be a nightmare, because evil forces on our distant planet are planning to conquer the Earth. This is gripping science fiction of the classic kind. Attack of the Rockoids and the coming of the Protectors. Find out more at Rockoids.com. That's Rockoids, R-O-C-K-O-I-D-S, dot com. Hi, this is Ted Anderson. Have you ever wondered why banks, stockbrokers, investment advisors won't talk about gold IRAs? They've been available since 1986, yet the financial industry won't recognize the value of gold for your retirement. Gold has outperformed paper investments, yet no word about IRAs. If you would like to have gold for your retirement, call 800-686-2237. Don't get left behind by rising inflation and low returns. Call 800-686-2237. Secure your future and call 1-800-686-2237. This alert just came in. This special announcement is for business owners and leaders of organizations who've been waiting for the right time to build. General Steel has made it impossible to wait any longer with rock-bottom prices that could save you thousands. That's right. General Steel, America's leader in pre-engineered structures, is offering buildings at prices you will never see again. Don't miss these prices. A 50 by 100 for $35,000. You heard right. That's 5,000 square feet for $35,000. Manufacturers, if you need a larger building, try a 100 by 100 commercial building for $129,000. You can't afford to rent with these prices. Imagine a 70 by 100 foot church building for under $69,000. With the economy improving and interest rates still at historic lows, you can't afford to wait. So call 866-91-STEEL. Lock in your price now. Call 866-91-STEEL. That's 866-917-8335. Welcome back to the Paracast, the gold standard of paranormal radio. And now, here's Gene Steinberg. With Gene and Chris, you've got Shop Talk 2015. 13 months after Shop Talk 2014. We've been talking about what we see and whether what we see is what we get. When we see UFOs and they appear to be metallic craft engaged in pinpoint maneuvers incredible speeds all that sort of stuff is that what's really in front of us or not when people claim to be abducted by aliens is that what they've contacted or are they interpreting it in a way that matches our culture in the middle ages would have been leprechauns or witches and A thousand years from now, if these things are still happening, how would we interpret them? Not just now, based on our spaceship culture, but 500 or a thousand years from now, will these things, if they still happen, happen in the same way? What about the UFO researcher of 3115 or something, 1100 years from now? Well, you know, I think that's that's a really good question. I I think the... um 
the details of these experiences are colored by the times. They're colored by the the pre um, conceptions of the individual, uh, how they've been educated to accept the reality or non-reality of a given experience. And I think all this is hinged by the times. And and I, th- I think these these types of experiences, Jacques Vallée, uh, I think very insightfully pointed out in 1969 in his book, uh, Passport to Magonia, that these, these types of experiences have always occurred, but they are they are colored by the the perceptions of the experiencers, which are colored by the by the times that they are are living. And you know what were once considered uh, you know fairies and gnomes and elves and trolls uh, now have more of a high tech sort of veneer to them. And I think uh, in a thousand years uh, that that might even be more. Well, it will obviously it will be more. Um, exalted more progressed uh more high tech and possibly encompass areas of the human experience that we have yet to even uh experience and 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 understand um we're constantly evolving as a species we're we're constantly learning new information this is filtering into the culture and the culture is is you know being pulled forward uh, in fits and starts, uh, you know, every year and every decade and every generation. So um, I think this is something that will be constantly evolving. There, there would never be any sort of end end point. Uh, it, it's it, it's just it it's not part of how this whole reality is is fashioned. Uh, the, that's what's wonderful about our reality. It, it keeps progressing. Old farts like you and me, Gene. You know, we're being left behind by five-year-olds, uh, by ten-year-olds who who are have a much uh, g- uh, handier grasp of technology than we could ever possibly hope to imagine. Uh, some of these kids today uh, falling in love with their thumbs, uh, eyes forever glancing downward. Uh, they're going to be running circles around um, uh, our children, uh, these these grandkids, uh, you know, these these young youngsters are, are going to be dazzling in their their technological prowess, unless somebody decides to pop off a few, uh, you know, well placed uh, EMP uh, explosions in the atmosphere and render all this wonderful technology inert, fry every electronic circuit, and send us all back to the Stone Age. That'll be interesting if something like that happens, and all these kids who are so reliant on high technology—if if all of a sudden the rug was pulled out from from the Western world, let's say—and uh, we didn't have access to the to the internet, we didn't have access to cell phones. I think people, uh, the younger generations, would have a very difficult time dealing with uh, the complete. Uh, lack of, you know, access to to these wonderful technological toys that uh, everyone seems so enamored with. I mean, I remember <laughs> when cell phones came out, I couldn't have a cell phone even if I wanted one because there was no cell coverage in in southern South Central Colorado until about two thousand two, and uh, then you know slowly people started getting cell phones and I say, I, I'll never get one of those things, man. I don't want people to, to be able to find me. I, I want to be able to 
you know, hide and not be, uh, you know, beholden to a telephone. Uh, to me, it was horrifying. And of course, uh, by 2004, I had a cell phone and then people started texting. And I remember the first time I, I saw texting was, it was two kids at a, a dinner table texting each other across the table. I was shocked. I, I couldn't believe, <laughs> I couldn't believe what I was seeing. I said, well, I'll never do that. I'll never text. And of course, uh, now I'm a full-time texter. <laughs> well, I wouldn't say that, but I do text um, if I have to. It's a great way to communicate, actually. Uh, you can really, you can have the first and last word and, and not worry about it. Uh, but, uh, you know, the whole smartphone thing, you know, I've, I have a smartphone, but, uh, you know, I'm I'm a dummy when it comes to smartphones. I I just don't have time to, uh, or the inclination or the patience to uh, be constantly falling in love with my thumbs. I, I, it's just, I think we're going to evolve here in a couple generations where we'll have these long, slender thumbs with two uh, thumb pads, uh, very long, slender thumbs that, that are double jointed that, uh, I mean, I've seen people, I text, I, I just, I'm, I'm flabbergasted at how quick they can type out entire, you know, chapters of books if they wanted to uh, with their thumbs. Uh, to me, to me, it's, it's frightening actually. <laughs> I don't know about you, dude, but man, I just, I don't know. I guess I'm just getting old. You really start to feel your age when you start having to comment on what the younger generation does or does not do. Uh, you know, I remember thinking to myself when my dad said the when Sergeant Peppers came out, he said, That's not music. I mean, Chopin is music, you know, Beethoven is music. And I looked at him and I thought, Man, dude, you are really I, I can't believe you just said that. And of course, you know, what do I think about gangster rap? You know? Gangsta rap. Uh, you know, I it to, to me that's not music. <laughs> so I'm, I've turned into my old man, you know, uh, it's, it, it really sucks being crusty old farts, Gene. I, I mean, and I'm younger than you and I, I think you're an old fart and it, it just, it just horrifies me what people think about, uh, our generation and listening to shows like this, thinking, oh, these old guys are constantly complaining. They're bitching, they're kvetching about this and that, how everything is is just going to hell in a handbasket. And I'd like to see somebody else uh, take this uh, this whole shooting match forward and, and really make sense of all this. I, I'm doing the best I can in my way, trying to, to apply the, the powers of diagnostic science uh, to some of these questions. And, and I'm just, you know, just feel sometimes like I'm just banging my head against a brick wall. Um, there's so many people out there who just want to believe. They don't care about data. They don't care about facts. They just care about what what sounds good to them or what what uh, happens to um, ring their bell or tweak their uh, chain or whatever you want to call it. Uh, it and, and to me, that's, you know, you might as well just go back to sleep and, and continue uh, with your dream life uh, because that's not that's not how we define reality. That's not how we, we move forward with our understanding. That's not how uh, real real research and investigation is done. So I'm off my soapbox, Gene. We've got more to come. A reminder, please go to 
plus.theparacast.com, where you can sign up for the Paracast Plus. Get After the Paracast exclusively available to subscribers. Plus.theparacast.com. Shop Talk 2015. More to come with Gene and Chris. You're in the Paracast. There's a man named Dr. Joel Wallach who is anything but your typical doctor, both a veterinarian and naturopathic physician. Doc asks, why does the United States spend more money on health care by far and still rank 50th in health and longevity worldwide? He believes that people should empower themselves with a basic understanding of nutrition, take charge of their health, and attain optimal health and longevity through nutrition, not by toxic prescription drugs that lead to side effects and more toxic prescription drugs. Doc Wallach's message is resonating with an increasing number of Americans who are waking up to all the big government, big pharma, and big insurance manipulation of our healthcare system. I'm George Norrie, and I like what Doc Wallach is saying and doing to enlighten people about health care. Visit brightsideben.com and listen to Doc Wallach's Deadly Recipes lecture. It makes a lot of sense, and I urge you to join the Brightside Ben team. Go to brightsideben.com. That's brightsideben.com. Friends, this is Alex Jones for MidasResources.com. For more than 15 years, I have exclusively used Midas Resources for all my precious metal needs. Whether it's bullion or collectibles you're looking for, Midas Resources is simply the best. I own my gold as a hedge against inflation. This Federal Reserve fiat currency could go the way of the Deutschmark and the Weimar Republic anytime. In these historically dangerous times, it makes sense to physically hold gold and silver. Midas already has some of the best deals in the industry. But if you give them a call and mention the radio special, they will give you a list of the day's super specials. Midas brokers are standing by to answer all your questions at 800-686-2237. They also have a lot of informative free literature explaining the opportunities and risk of holding precious metals. They are ready to answer your questions at 800-686-2237. Again, that's 800-686-2237. Have you ever noticed how many sick and miserable people there are? I'm serious. I'm talking about people of all ages who have conditions and diseases which affect their quality of life. Most of them seem to have one thing in common, polypharmacy. That is dependence on multiple prescription drugs with side effects that actually make them sicker and sicker, not healthy. The good news is that people are waking up to the fact that if you supply your body with all of the nutrients it requires, you will feel better, be healthier, and have a better life. It's important to know that Beyond Tangy Tangerine is the the most amazing, great-tasting, comprehensive nutritional supplement. Besides supplying all the vitamins our bodies need, it also supplies the necessary minerals that are required for the vitamins to kick in. Look, folks, I'm hooked on it, and I think if you try it, you'll become hooked. This stuff really works. That's why I'm urging you to make it part of your daily health regimen. Visit InfoWarsTeam.com to secure your canister of Beyond Tangy Tangerine today. Sign up for auto ship and save on shipping costs. That's Beyond Tangy Tangerine at InfoWarsTeam.com. By now, you may have heard a bit about Bitcoins. But did you know Bitcoins are now over an $8.5 billion market? And did you know that over 65,000 businesses now accept Bitcoins? Listen, if you're already earning Bitcoins or trying to make money in the Bitcoin market, you've got to know BidBit.co. Why? Because BidBit.co is where you can easily receive Bitcoins by selling and auctioning off your own personal items or promote business products and services for Bitcoins. You heard right. Whether personal or business, you can now buy, sell, and 
auction your products and services quickly, easily, and securely for Bitcoin at BidBit.co, the first and only marketplace website to offer BidBit escrow, a proprietary technology which gives buyers and sellers security and peace of mind because all transactions are protected. Start today. It's free to join, free to post, free to auction, and free to bid at BitBit.co. Buy, sell, bid, or auction everything Bitcoin. That's www.bidbit.co. BidBit.co. We'd like to hear from you. If you have a comment or question about the Paracast, send it to news at theparacast.com. That's news at theparacast.com. And don't forget to visit our famous Paracast community forums at forum.theparacast.com. Well, I don't know if we're just a bunch of old people complaining about the way things are, but if you don't complain about it, if you accept the situation, it doesn't get changed. The only way the situation gets changed is if you complain about it, if you look for solutions. And we are sure looking for solutions. Squeaky wheels uh, uh, tend to attract the grease. They sure do. They sure do. Gets very squeaky just thinking about it. In fact, my fingers are getting squeaky right now as I think about it. No, we're still saying that a lot of strange things are happening and we don't understand what they are. And we continue to debate those things in the forums at forum.thepowercast.com. In fact, when we announced it, we started a discussion in our forums at forum.thepowercast.com. And I suppose Chris is going to check those questions in a few moments and ask them. And let's tell you what's going on. Meantime, getting to the front that you specialize in, cattle mutilations, anything new, different that we should know about? Well, not really. Um, You know, 2% of all livestock die every year, so these animals are dying. And um, they're not being reported as mutilated. So I guess um, the debunker's uh, assertion that this is all just a bunch of mass hysteria and misidentified scavenger action, that explanation doesn't wash. Because if it was true... Well, we should have mutilation reports filtering in, you know, in a constant trickle. But we see downtimes, months, even years at a time, where we don't have a single report. And then all of a sudden, boom, reports start coming in because these cases are real. And these are not misidentified scavenger uh, action cases that uh, are a product of, of ranching community hysteria. And so... When we have these periods where we don't have cases reported, that, to me, is one of the strongest indicators of the reality of this phenomenon. Because if the cases aren't occurring, they aren't obviously going to be reported. It's like in 1971, in 1970, we had uh, hundreds of of pigs and hogs uh, were being rustled, stolen. Uh, helicopters are being sighted uh, in Kansas, Missouri, Iowa. And then um, whoever, whomever was doing this decided, hey, that this isn't working. We're, we're, we're creating all sorts of uh, vigilante groups uh, that are armed to the teeth, firing on choppers, uh, patrolling their, 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 their rangeland um, regions. So in 1972, they pulled back and they stopped stealing the livestock, and we didn't have a single 
mutilation report for the entire year of 1972. And then 73, as soon as January hit, boom, we got inundated with mutilation cases that, you know, peaked in 1975 and then, and then continued on into the eighties. And you can't tell me that all of a sudden scavengers stopped scavenging animals and, uh, and the wrestlers stopped wrestling animals and uh, mutilations uh, completely ceased in the entire North American continent for an ex- an entire year. I mean, it's it just to me that is such an indication that there is a reality to this whole phenomenon. My book goes into great detail. I've been slagged online for being too detailed, uh, putting too many cases in. And, and if the people out there only knew... If I put every case that I had data on in that book, it would be thousands of pages. I, I just encapsulated uh, waves of, of cases and, and you know tried to um, illustrate important cases that um, that obviously uh, refute any sort of mundane scavenger action explanation. That was my point in the book: is to show that these are very real cases. Uh, we don't know the width and breadth of what's going on. In South America, uh, I'm making it, uh, you know, it's front burner for me and uh, David Perkins to find out exactly what is going on down South South America, where some of the largest cattle herds on the planet are located, where they're cutting down uh, square miles of rainforest every week to make room for more cattle. Uh, we do know that there is a tremendous uh, scourge of these cases going on down there. We don't know to what extent. These cases are even being reported uh, regionally down there, or or nationally. In the, in the case of Brazil and Argentina and other other uh, cow raising regions, uh, so we need to uh, marshal our efforts to uh, to find out the width and breadth and, and extent of of reports down in South America and and in Australia. Uh, I think that uh, there are cases occurring down there that aren't being reported uh, outside of local regions. So so this is a worldwide phenomenon. We're not seeing the, the levels of cases uh, here in the United States that we once saw back in the 70s and 80s and 90s. Where this is this is definitely uh, you know it's it's curtailed. I think uh, to a large extent, um, cases do occur again. Uh, last uh, August uh, 2014, we had seven cases in Wherefano County in two days. Uh, these were real cases. These were not. Uh, some sort of media-induced hysteria. So, you know, in answer to your question, hey, the thing is still burbling along, but it's not happening in North America to the extent that it used to. And uh, and that's a good thing. That means that I don't have to, you know, run around and put 300,000 miles on my truck. Uh, one of the reasons why I moved to Arizona is because there are very few cases reported down here. I figured if I moved to, you know, to the location where there weren't very many cases, I wouldn't have to deal with dead necrotic or rotting flesh uh is probably my least favorite thing in the world to do and you but, have less wear and tear on your motor vehicle yeah yeah i i do you know i i do enough driving i have a, a job as a tour guide i drive when i go to work it's a 300 mile day for me uh i'm, I'm starting to get arthritis in my left hand from gripping a steering wheel you know but it's not your vehicle well, I have to drive to work, which is, you know, driving to work and back is 70 miles. So, uh, 
And then I have to drive another 200 uh, plus miles to get up to the canyon and back. So, Well, I didn't do near as much. I just drove to my sister-in-law's house today, about 35 miles in each direction. That's 70. Took her car to the shop to be fixed because her driving skills aren't that great. So back and forth, all those trips, maybe 140 miles. Yeah, I do that every day. I go to work, Gene. That's right. Well, back in New York, I used to travel that distance, but I did it by public transportation. How different things are here in the wilderness. Hey, there's a story that came out about the search for alien life. And it goes again into the speculation about the possibility that there is gradual disclosure. And this article actually was posted as we were doing the show to show you how current we are. I'm going to tell you about it in a few moments, all right? We're doing Shop Talk 2015. We invite you to go to plus.thepowercast.com to check out After the Powercast, which is available exclusively for Powercast Plus subscribers, plus.thepowercast.com. More to come with Gene and Chris. You're in the Paracast. Independently leading the way for the nation. Compelling talk for every political persuasion. We are GCN. Graphic Converter is the image manipulation tool for the rest of us. It does not use any database. You get full control of all your files. Want to view the images of a folder? Drag it into Graphic Converter and a powerful browser opens up to show your image files. You could use it for slideshows. You could use it to import images from digital cameras or from scanners. Need to do some image editing? You can do that too in Graphic Converter. Also, print catalogs convert from so many formats i can't even list them download now to see if graphic converter is good for you like one and a half million other users guess what you could save money when you buy graphic converter use the coupon code night owl use the coupon code night owl to get a special price for graphic converter go to lemkesoft.com that's l-e-m-k-e soft.com lemkesoft.com l-e-m-k-e soft.com Hi, this is Steve Sanchez, and based on a recent study, it was found that 57 million Americans had legal issues over the last 12 months, but only 60% of those studied sought out the services of a lawyer. Why? In a nutshell, affordability. While my friends at Legal Shield have created a solution that can help you not if, but when you need an attorney. For as little as $17 per month, Legal Shield will provide you unlimited access to qualified attorneys at an accomplished law firm for advice and counsel on legal issues no matter how serious or trivial. For over 40 years and with 1.4 million families across North America, Legal Shield can help you, the loyal GCN listener. Representatives are standing by now to answer your questions, so call them now at 1-855-340-SAVE. That's 1-855-340-7283 or visit them at lsprotection.com. That's lsprotection.com. Results will vary from case to case. Hi, my name is DeRay, suffering from migraines, having Botox injections in my head and neck to alleviate pain, costing $1,500 out of my pocket. I discovered Dr. Ortman and Gentle Touch Chiropractic Adjustment called Nuka. I'm migraine-free since my first adjustment. Thanks for giving me my life back, Dr. Ortman. I wish they prescribed you instead of Botox. 
Thanks to Ray, putting the bones back in place is only half of the solution. We design a nutritional supplement program the body can handle, actually absorb, providing nutrients, targeting the problem area. Between Nuka and Nutrition, we will have you on the road to a faster and more permanent recovery. Look us up on the web at drwartman.com or call 952-303-9124. Let us help you feel better faster. Wellspring Spinal Care at 952-303-9124. Again, that's 952-303-9124 or on the web at drortman.com. This alert just came in. This special announcement is for business owners and leaders of organizations who've been waiting for the right time to build. General Steel has made it impossible to wait any longer with rock-bottom prices that could save you thousands. That's right. General Steel, America's leader in pre-engineered structures, is offering buildings at prices you will never see again. Don't miss these prices. A 50 by 100 for $35,000. You heard right. That's 5,000 square feet for $35,000. Manufacturers, if you need a larger building, try a 100 by 100 commercial building for $129,000. You can't afford to rent with these prices. Imagine a 70 by 100 foot church building for under $69,000. With the economy improving and interest rates still at historic lows, you can't afford to wait. So call 866-91-STEEL. Lock in your price now. Call 866-91-STEEL. That's 866-917-8335. Hi, this is Bryce Abel. I'm the producer of Dark Skies, the co-author of AD After Disclosure, and you are listening to the Paracast, the gold standard of paranormal radio. Shop Talk 2015 with Gene and Chris in the Paracast. There's an article in the Washington Post, Speaking of Science, section, Why NASA's Top Scientist is Sure that we'll find signs of alien life in the next decade. Ah, they're quoting the LA Times. And the fellow they're talking to is Ellen Stofan, who is the chief scientist for NASA, who says, I believe we are going to have strong indications of life beyond Earth in the next decade and definitive evidence in the next 10 to 20 years. The next paragraph says the search has taken a number of forms, but one of the most important facets has been the task of searching the universe for signs of liquid water, which contains some of the essential building blocks of life as we know it. They mentioned, of course, that Mars apparently once had an expanse of water, not there anymore. Europa, one of the moons of Jupiter, has ice. Hmm. Does it exist in liquid form, maybe below the surface of the moon? Hmm. Gradual disclosure? Hmm. What's your take? I don't know. You know, I'm I'm getting so jaded, Gene. I I hate to admit it, but... I'm trying to be optimistic. <laughs> Anytime a mainstream publication comes out with a quote from a NASA scientist uh, like that, I I just... You know, uh, I mean, yeah, in a perfect world, all these uh, wonderful quotes would uh, would all be real and come true. But I'm really uh, of the mind to to think that uh, we're constantly going to be uh, chasing after evidence of 
alien life. Until that alien life decides to make its presence known, I, I think they're in the driver's seat. We're not. Uh, I don't think that, uh, you know, the SETI project, uh, the search for extraterrestrial um, intelligence, I mean, looking for signs of life in the the spectrum of radio waves to me is is the most ludicrous, time-wasting, money-gobbling boondoggle ever conceived by the scientific community and 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 for shame that they should be so short-sighted and and so uh, neanderthal in their <laughs> in their attempts it's just to me i think we should just really work on getting our own house in order there are so many problems on this planet that are not being addressed uh just the amount of grain that we use to fatten up cattle in this country could feed 2 billion starving people on this planet. Just the grain in this country. You know, it's, it's forest for the trees. We really need to start addressing adequately serious issues um, that we're experiencing on this planet. Anytime you start talking about Anything that has to do with anything that is not solving our current crises and issues on this planet, to me, is it's like sleight of hand uh, magic. It's keeping us occupied with what I consider to be inconsequential issues while we ignore or allow the public to be inert and uh, ignore pressing problems on this planet. There are so many things that we need to address that are being totally just left by the wayside by the public. And we're allowing our politicians, we're allowing the the people who have accumulated grotesque, obscene amounts of wealth uh, to get away with murder. And uh, we're useless eaters. We need to consume Shut the hell up and die. That's our mandate. And anything that goes against that is a real problem and will be dealt with by the powers that be. And uh, we need to uh, we need to really, I think, seriously reassess what our priorities are and get busy and get working. Uh, stop watching our freaking TVs. Stop watching our thumbs. Stop taking selfies. When I go up to the canyon, the amount of people I see with these selfie sticks is, 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 it just, it's repugnant that there's so many narcissistic a-holes on this planet that think that they're important enough to, don't get me started. I, I see this whole culture spinning down a drain. And uh, as we progress further along, the faster and tighter that spin is and the more catastrophic that whooshing sound of the flush uh, is going to be. And uh, we need to really get our our proverbial act together as a culture, as individuals. We need to prioritize what's important. And uh, here I am talking about all this on a show that covers the paranormal. <laughs> well, I should tell you, since we talk about our diets, today I had for lunch a veggie burger. Now, it was a Burger King veggie burger, so 
Maybe yeah. too much so, junk in there, but still. Yeah, good old genetically modified organisms are uh, running rampant in your life, Gene. Everybody's life. I mean, the amount of GMOs that we consume every day uh, that are hidden is is frightening. Uh, it's the powers of uh, of of Monsanto and and these huge corporations that are that are sneaking by. You know, you wonder why you know your vegetables don't rot in the fridge now. You know. How can that broccoli stay fresh for so so many weeks? <laughs> it used to become a science experiment fairly quickly. Now it's uh, it's interesting how they're you know how things uh, are not quite the way they seem. Yeah, like- but you have to think about it this way, Chris. Why assume that this genetic modification of our crops is bad? Well, it's it's a giant unregulated uh, health experiment, as far as I'm concerned. Uh, we don't know enough about. Uh, we're tinkering with processes that have taken millions of years to uh, to uh, evolve, and uh, we're throwing nature's uh, you know nature's manner and method out the window when we start uh, when we start tinkering with with these things. Um, I'm not saying that they're all bad. I'm sure there's there's plenty of good that can be had, but we don't know the effect that these tinkerings will have on human health and on the state of the ecosystems, uh, the environment. You know, uh, these you know these seeds. Uh, you know, don't replenish themselves. I mean, these are hybrid seeds, so they they you, the plant grows and then does not restock itself uh, and, and produce seed to uh, to continue on like uh, nature intended. And uh, that can't be a good thing, Gene. It cannot be a good thing. Um, we don't know how these genetically modified organisms, uh, what their long-term impacts on human health and the environment are, period. We're breeding, uh, we're tinkering with seeds, and we're, we're creating seeds that actually exude pesticides, for instance. And we're eating these seeds that are created to keep pests off of them, to keep uh, insects away from them. So they're actually producing toxins. Now, you, you can't tell me that that's good for you. You know, uh, seeds and, and plants that are growing uh, that actually are, are designed to produce um, pesticides so that it increases crop yields and and keeps um, and keeps the amount of you know, pesticide damage down. Um, these, it, 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 go ahead, tell me that's good for you. <laughs> I won't, but I will tell you this. With Gene and Chris, you're in the Paracast. Independently leading the way for the nation. Compelling talk for every political persuasion. We are GCN. 
Attention taxpayers, if you've received a notice from the IRS or state, do not ignore it. It's also a big mistake to try and handle your tax problem on your own. If you owe back taxes, it's a fact that the government has the power to take everything you own, including your home, business, wages, savings, and your freedom. But here's the good news. There's a special toll-free tax hotline set up especially for you. This tax hotline will tell you about new programs that are geared to help you dramatically settle, reduce, or eliminate what you owe. But you have to call now. Take down this number or put it in your cell phone. But call 877-345-7645. That's 877-345-7645. When you call, you get free information on how you can reduce or eliminate back taxes, including penalties and interest. You can also be helped if you have unfiled returns, a tax lien, wage garnishment, bank levy, or if you have been entered into a payment plan but can't make the payments. Don't make the big mistake in thinking you can ignore or handle your tax problem on your own. You can stop the collection process immediately at 1-877-345-7645. That's 1-877-345-7645. If you constantly feel run down and tired, your pH level might be low and your body could be full of toxins. If what you drink is not at a pH level of 8 or higher, you are inviting bacteria and acid to thrive in your body. But there is something you can do. Simply add 10 drops of AlkaVision Plasma pH drops to your water to help your body rid itself of acidic waste, increase oxygen, and raise your pH balance to optimum levels. AlkaVision Plasma pH drops combine a unique formula of the most alkaline minerals in the world. Alkalizing the water you drink, ridding your body of acidic waste and toxins, and helping you regain energy and vibrant health. And studies show viruses, bacteria, and toxins cannot survive in an alkaline, high pH environment. Order your bottle of AlkaVision Plasma pH drops at AlkaVision.com. That's A-L-K-A-Vision.com. Or call 269-409-1776. 269-409-1776. Alkalize your body. Supercharge your health at AlkaVision.com today. It's time to build your own emergency food stockpile with the industry leader, My Patriot Supply. Once you try them, you'll know why so many Americans like you have made them part of their emergency preparedness plan. Experience the My Patriot Supply difference today with this unbelievable offer. Right now, a four-week food supply is only $99, and that includes free shipping. That's 50% off the online price. Call 800-274-3070 to claim yours. Limit two per caller while supplies last. This offer isn't available online, so you want to make sure and grab this opportunity to get prepared today. 800-274-3070 to get your four-week food supply for the incredible price of only $99, and it'll be shipped to you completely free. Call 800-274-3070 right now. That's 800-274-3070 to claim yours while supplies last. Don't wait. Call today. By now, you may have heard a bit about Bitcoins. But did you know Bitcoins are now over an $8.5 billion market? And did you know that over 65,000 businesses now accept Bitcoins? Listen, if you're already earning Bitcoins or trying to make money in the Bitcoin market, you've got to know BidBit.co. Why? Because BidBit.co is where you can easily receive Bitcoins by selling and auctioning off your own personal items or promote business products and services for Bitcoins. You heard right. Whether personal or business, you can now buy, sell, and 
auction your products and services quickly, easily, and securely for Bitcoin at BidBit.co, the first and only marketplace website to offer BidBit escrow, a proprietary technology which gives buyers and sellers security and peace of mind because all transactions are protected. Start today. It's free to join, free to post, free to auction, and free to bid at BitBit.co. Buy, sell, bid, or auction everything Bitcoin. That's www.bidbit.co. BidBit.co. This is Micah Hanks of the Grayling Report, and you're listening to the Paracast, the gold standard of paranormal radio. Well, he's telling me that all the food I'm eating is so tainted that I'm probably going to die young, which is too late because I'm old. Maybe I'm not even here now. Think about it that Gene, way. I'm not telling you that everything that you eat is, is bad. I, I'm just saying that we don't know the, the overall health and environmental effects of these science experiments. You have to believe that the Food and Drug Administration cares, but budget cutbacks mean you don't have the proper inspections anymore. So there is that value. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Half, half the, the, the FDA and, the, and the, the Department of Agriculture are made up of Monsanto vice presidents. Uh, it's a round table. They go into the private sector. They figure out what it is that they need to regulate. They go and become regulators and then make sure that labeling laws are, are compromised and that uh, uh, you know certain uh, corporate agendas are enacted through the regulatory process. Uh, regulations are relaxed, uh, inspections are curtailed, numbers of inspectors are, are drastically reduced. Um, it's, it's the power of big money exerting undue influence over the process. Correct me if I'm wrong. I'm not saying a thing. I would know about the revolving door. Even when they claim there is no revolving door, we still have it. And even going back to a discussion we had earlier in the show about whether there is a secret about UFOs being kept by the government. And I mentioned private industry, and I said, well, you know, a lot of these companies, maybe these are the politicians they pay off. So if they know what's going on, they won't let us know. If there is advanced alien technology, do you think the Koch brothers are going to allow that to be revealed? Can me? Hell no. The Koch brothers. Man, I'll tell you, if there were two nefarious guys that need to be gang raped in some prison um I, I i couldn't think of better candidates Ooh, wait a minute wait a minute i mean they own everything just next time you go in your car watch out next time you use georgia pacific paper watch out Uh-oh. next time you use bounty paper towels watch out because it's their company yeah i like to you didn't know that, did you? Yeah, you know, I'd like to get them in a dark room and and uh, read them the riot act. Those guys are—they are the problem. They're not part of any solution. I don't care if I wipe my ass with their products or not. Uh, I—they're not part of the solution. We have another solution coming up right now. A special guest, our surprise guest. Actually, we mentioned him earlier, but. He got home late from his real job, because this is not his real job. It's Robert, known to our forum members as Burnt State. Welcome back to the PowerCast, sir. Greetings, guys. Thanks for having me. 
Now, before you got on, we've spent like half the show, a little bit more than half the show, <laughs> complaining about the ranting sa- and raving. <laughs> oh, we were just going on about the sad state of UFO research. We quoted this statement from Stanton Friedman why he won't get involved in Roswell slides. The UFO field is going to hell in a breadbasket. Was that a good introduction for you? Yeah, that's a pretty uh, good one. I, I think that's uh, a general commentary. And you look at some of the, the threads, uh, people have been mentioning a lot of the, the same piece. And I think that's the, a, a general problem uh, is that there is real no way of understanding the ufology um, environment. There's no, there's no college. You know, there's an invisible college, but that's for a very select number of, of people. Uh, and with regards to anyone who's either a commentator or even a long-term uh, researcher, investigator, there's, there's no structured environment uh, in the wake of all the large UFO organizations kind of collapsing or turning to commercial enterprises, there's nothing really for anybody else to, to grab onto or, or a path or a direction to say, okay, that's that's where I can get the good information from. And, and it's, so much of it is commercialized. I think it's a, it's a sad state of affairs and very difficult for, for new people and even old people to, to find their way through it all. Don't hold back. <laughs> Well, I think the the one piece that that did come out in in, in one of the threads, I know one one member uh, bumped a thread about uh, the skeptics and, and calling all skeptics, and that was a, a good debate that kind of brought up the the notion of the ETH piece. And there's a lot of people who still hold firm to ETH, and I know I've heard you and Chris both uh, take that one apart on the show a number of times, and for 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 good reason as well too. But I think that's another interesting piece is how how evolved has the field become, and and while I think there is substantial evolution that that's out there. Uh, because nobody again has no real direction of what to glom onto who, who's you know a, a guiding light in the field I, I don't really see those things out there and instead we see a lot of problematic pieces whether it's Greer's crowdsourcing and, and raising money for his own uh, personal gain or, or venture but there's real no area or forum I mean outside of say something like the Paracast forums or, or I guess other above top secret other uh, places for people to really get a handle on or discuss uh, progress and, and evolution in the field. And, and evolution seems to be restricted now to a very select group of people. Somebody had posted up about having Jacques Vallée on there. And in there, they posted, uh, I guess, the most recent meeting of, of Guy Pan in France. And that was some months ago. And you look at who's on the bill and who's on the list. This is very interesting material. It's a lot of scientists. It's a closed group of people. And nobody gets to play in there. And that doesn't filter down to the general public. And uh, so all we've got to go on then is whatever we can source and find online, latest books that that come through. But you don't see that concept of collaboration, collegiality, or, or even that concept of a college, you know, a place where people can get real real information and, and kind of follow current trends and, and what's evolving in the field. Now, for those wondering about some of his buzzwords there, the slang threads are topics in our forum at forum.theparacast.com. And one great way to find out what kind of discussions are happening in paranormal research is check our forums, see what makes people angry or happy. And it's interesting here as I look it over, and I expected some pretty wild flame wars when James Carrion came back and he was arguing in favor of the possibility that we had disinformation agents playing around with ghost rockets and possibly Roswell. And we have people who disagree with that, but they were very, very civil. 
it's a credit perhaps to the people that are are online in terms of uh, who's following the these types of discussions that it is it is civil i think people recognize that carrion's focusing on a, a very specific agenda uh, certainly a, a large part of the agenda is, is his agenda and, and from what i see it seems to me he is trying to i don't know if there's some um, a grudge piece perhaps that that might be underlying that but it seems like he was trying to shake some of the foundations of ufology and picking apart some of the big early pieces that really define uh, ufology's birth in America by taking apart, you know, the, the Kenneth Arnold, the Ghost Rockets, uh, Roswell, Maury Island. Uh, you know, he's going after th- those big initial periods in that very specific time period. And by playing in that isolated zone, what he's doing is making a very core argument in one way, but he's not acknowledging everything that surrounds it, either before or after. And I thought the un- interesting piece that he brought up, it was even uh, giving some credibility to the idea of abductions. I thought that really shocked me that he dropped that line in there because that just doesn't seem to be in keeping with the the hardcore analysis that he's bringing to wanting to r- rattle some chains, it seems. That was an interesting contradiction or not a contradiction, but it shows here that he apparently at the heart of everything has a serious interest in the subject that he believes there's something to it and uses abductions as an example. But he's saying, look, There are a lot of things in the UFO field. They're not what they're cracked up to be. Let's get them out of the picture. Let's stop talking about them and deal with the real phenomenon in this field. Which I think is is an admirable piece. I mean, we need that hardcore research. Uh, unfortunately, when, when you look at the totality of it all, and, and I, so I appreciate what he's up to, and I appreciate he's trying to call people out and, and bring MUFON to task, I guess, in terms of is this about science or is it not about science? Now, I didn't see him on the invite list at Gay Pen, and maybe he was there. He certainly wasn't a presenter, but I think he's in very niche territory. I think there's there's bigger pieces to fry, which is we have collected so much data, like over the years, incredible amounts of data, radar data, sightings data, abduction commentaries, the lists go on and on and on. Each organization's got tons of data and what to do with it all. Does it even say anything at the end of the day? And I guess that's the interesting direction that Valet's been going in. And, and two things got brought up in the forum thread on Valet is one, he's been working with Bigelow on a project called uh, Capella, where he's doing data mining there. But the workshop that he was presenting at this uh, event in Paris uh, was on strategies, basically, for for data mining and what do we do with it all and and can we do anything with it? That's where I really beg to differ with the good doctor. I don't think anything anecdotal is going to take us, uh, move us forward. I think we need to do real-time hard data monitoring of hotspot areas and and get real-time data and stop Looking backwards in time, relying on anecdotes to try to explain uh, the phenomenon. Let's do our break here. We have Burnt State joining Gene and Chris for Shop Talk. More to come. You're in the Paracast. Great minds think alike. The network for the independent-minded. The Genesis Communications Network. GCN. Hi, this is Larry Smith. Sometimes bad things happen to good people, like when the jeweler ruined my ring and wouldn't do anything about it. But when my Legal Shield attorney called him and told him what my rights were, I received a check for over $2,100. Worry less and live more with lsprotection.com. That's lsprotection.com or call 855-340-SAVE. Again, 855-340-7283. 
Results will vary from case to case. We the people grow cotton, we fabric, engrave ink, embed strips and fibers to protect from counterfeit and carting to a private bank, having it led back at interest, forcing taxes to service debt. This capitalism, or was Jefferson correct when stating a central bank issuing the public currency is a greater menace to the liberties of the people than a standing army? Hi, Ted Anderson. I'm placing a free silver dollar in a book that explains our monetary system. Call for your copy, 800-686-2237. It's time to understand the system. Call 800-686-2237. That's 800-686-2237. This alert just came in. This special announcement is for business owners and leaders of organizations who've been waiting for the right time to build. General Steel has made it impossible to wait any longer with rock-bottom prices that could save you thousands. That's right. General Steel, America's leader in pre-engineered structures, is offering buildings at prices you will never see again. Don't miss these prices. A 50 by 100 for $35,000. You heard right. That's 5,000 square feet for $35,000. Manufacturers, if you need a larger building, try a 100 by 100 commercial building for $129,000. You can't afford to rent with these prices. Imagine a 70 by 100 foot church building for under $69,000. With the economy improving and interest rates still at historic lows, you can't afford to wait. So call 866-91-STEEL. Lock in your price now. Call 866-91-STEEL. That's 866-917-8335. Welcome back to the Paracast. The gold standard of paranormal radio. And now, here's Gene Steinberg. Bernstein has joined us with Gene and Chris on the Powercast Shop Talk 2015. So, Chris, you want to add to your response before we go back to Bernstein? Yeah, I, I, I was saying that anecdotal data and, and creating these, these wonderful exalted databases is really not going to move the the our understanding and the field forward. It's just not. Garbage in, garbage out. All you need is a certain percentage of the data to not be accurate, or you know, it's that garbage in, garbage out scenario. And and it doesn't take much to skew statistical analysis. Um if if your data is not, you know, you can't take it to the bank and, and really rely on it. Uh, I think that we need to take a instrumented uh, approach wire up hotspot areas and gather scientifically viable data that is irrefutable. You can refute anything that's anecdotal. If you allow yourself the luxury of creating instrumented, uh, you know, setups of, of, of instruments uh, that, that, that monitor real time activity you're going to have a much <laughs> easier time convincing science, convincing people that something is is real and 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 deserves uh, further study. Uh, I, I just think anything looking backwards, uh, trying to data mine, is a waste of time. I, I really do. I think we need to throw all that out the window and start fresh, and start start from scratch and do it do it the right way. What do you that think? Was, yeah, that was one of the criticisms uh, leveled at him, and somebody had posted a good follow-up article to the conference that, that said pretty much the same thing. And even Valet said, you know, if I can cherry-pick the data, I can prove any hypothesis you want. I'll prove ETH, I'll prove IDH, I'll prove psychosocial. Uh, it's easy to do that. The, the bigger issue was what kind of uh, filtering uh, methods are being used 
to actually accumulate the data and determine uh, what's the, the good data to look at. Well, how long does it take, though, Robert, for us to find some level of research going on here? We have all this data dating back to the 1940s. Even if we subtract the stuff that James Carrion questions, ghost rockets, Roswell, whatever, Certainly, we all discount Maury Allen, except as some kind of intelligence thing. Sure. We discount that. Where do we begin to sit down and try to find actual answers to this? I think this is the biggest issue, that until somebody is going to decide to legitimize the field, uh, whether it's legitimized scientifically, it's at uh, higher areas of learning, uh, there's institutions that are created, if, if it really means that much to society. But without that, it, it's always being restarted, recycled. You're always going over the same old cases, or you're going over cases that were disputed and being brought back to life again. And, and I think that's really the, the sad part of the field, because there has been good data. There has been good thinking. When, when you look across the history of it, there's been some exceptional theorizing, some wonderful uh, diversity of thought uh, that's been applied uh, to the problem. But it's always restarting itself. And it's also caught up in a lot of, you know, mudslinging. Uh, and again, because there's no referee out there, there's no referee, there's no uh, individual saying, here's the legit piece. You know, I think as close as we've got to that is, uh, is Jerome Clark's uh, Encyclopedia. You know, that, that's the big tomb that was written up that kind of covered a, a large historical piece. And, and he laid claim and said, OK, here's the legit cases. Here's the hoaxes. Uh, here's actual events that took place. Here's what's been recorded. And that's, I think, the only real, you know, that's a starting point, at least. But beyond that, it's really everybody's individual, you know, as Chris pointed out, you know, you can you can take whatever you want and and, and say whatever you want with that, that content. So uh, that's our big dilemma is there's no no legitimate body or organization that's actually building upon the past. And if you don't build upon the past in a legitimate manner, then people just continue to argue and debate. And, and it really, it's a, it's a broken horse is what it is. We have to look at the fact, for example, that MUFON got started in 1969 and they're still here. Mm. And what have they done? What evidence have they presented that science can look at and figure out what's going on. Where is it? Mm-hmm. They've been here since 1969. They've got to have a ton of this stuff. But I also like the fact that MUFON started, uh, I think, within six months of Project Blue Book uh, officially closing its doors. You find that significant? Yeah, I do. Um, for obvious reasons. I think that, uh, you know, Blue Book was at, it was a, a PR exercise, uh almost a necessary evil on the, on the um, part of the Air Force. And I think that, uh, that MUFON was created to, to basically uh, vacuum cleaner up as many uh, sighting reports from uh, you know, c- the civilian population as possible um, to go down uh, into you know, what many have been talking about for years is, is a black hole. And uh, it was only through the efforts of, of James Carrion and uh, in, in a lesser way, uh, John Schusler, that we have uh, any sort of transparency and any sort of access to all these uh, all these files that have been, you know, the tens of thousands of, of sighting reports that have been, you know, accumulated by MUFON since 1969, since, you know, within months of the, the closing of Project Blue Book. I, I don't think that that's uh, an accident. Not enough people take that into account. 
So would you say that the Bigelow uh, piece now that's vacuuming up everything is just replay of that time period where we're again, data is just disappearing somewhere and it looks like it's going to move towards perhaps private interests? Well, I think the real important cases, uh, uh, the cases that may, you know, I think that there's there's some sort of red herring uh, effort going on, uh, you know, on one sense. But I think there's also red flag cases that are being uh, looked for. And, and when when it, when a, a particular case um, hits a, a certain set of uh, parameters or alerts that that, that case is is. Uh, is siphoned off and and uh i don't i i think that they know what to look for when i say they i mean the powers that be i i think that there is a certain amount of educational awareness of um of indicators uh within uh, witness descriptions of um you know but possible uh um patterns of activity let's say and, and these cases are of more, uh, I think, have more importance and are, are more interest to um, whoever, whomever is monitoring this uh, from a from a invisible college, let's say, or, or even a governmental or military level. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I've always had that sense that there are cases that um, seem to be more important in the eyes of the powers that be than other cases. So, um, in the case of Bigelow, I think, yeah, I think uh, you know he may be a you know, inadvertently a, a public face of this uh, type of effort. And uh, and much to his credit, uh, he's putting his money where his mouth is. But it w- it would be nice if uh, if we all had a need to know. Um, it seems that, uh, you know, with the concentration of wealth and influence in uh, the Western world in the hands of fewer and fewer people, uh, the great unwashed masses uh, seem to have... <laughs> Less and less of a need to know. And uh, I think when it comes to the paranormal, when it comes to ufology, this is not a good thing. This is, um, this is the antithesis of, of what needs to be done. And, uh, and I'm, I'm, not, uh, I'm not for that. Uh, I, think, uh, I think there should be transparency. It seems like there's the, the it's become commercial ventures now. Like that when you talk about the unwashed masses and what do they want, what they want out of it are great abduction stories. They want to become ambassadors for Stephen Greer. There's a lot of that kind of, um, you know, uh, really low level, um, lowest common denominator entertainment features that goes along with it. And I, I think that's a, a paradigm that's in existence. Uh, right now to the state that's not driving anything forward. But when you look back at the history of, uh, you know, collected data collection, or, or or even as you identified, you know, that movement to try to publish data and put it out there, I guess the larger uh, piece is, well, who's going to do anything with that content? I mean, who's making a, a wage or a salary or making a career out of it that would want to stick with it and see it advance and see it move forward. And when you do think of, you know, key scientists perhaps that did put some time and effort into it, they, they were squashed and, and, and eradicated or, or moved to other places where they could make money. Well, there's the no money in it. That's the problem with science. We got more to come. We have Burnt State joining Gene and Chris for Shop Talk. You're in the Paracast. <laughs> Neighbors, are you tired of dealing with a slow web hosting provider? Well, check out A2 Hosting and their screaming fast Swift server platform. They even have SSDs that load pages 300% faster than the competition. 
Ready to give your site a speed boost? Well, tell you what, neighbors, head on over to a2hosting.com. That's A2, that's number two, a2hosting.com. Check out their Prime Hosting account. And get this, neighbors, they're even giving you an exclusive 25% off discount for all our listeners. 25%. And remember, their Guru Crew support team is standing by 24-7, 365 days a year to answer any of your questions. Now, to get the discount, use the coupon code GENE when you check out. Hi, John Hubner from Midas Resources. Are you tired of watching your hard-earned assets dwindle away? As government spending is out of hand and the Federal Reserve is creating in excess of $20 billion a week, are you tired of stockbrokers gambling away your hard-earned money? Is this market a setup for a crash greater than 1987? Too many of today's policies resemble those that led to the collapse of 1929. This is John Hubner, and that was me in 2007. And we all know what happened when the subprime credit bubble burst. By March 2009, the dollar lost 50% of its value. The entire U.S. banking system was on the verge of collapsing. Like all financial problems of the past, is history about to repeat itself? Call me, John Hubner, at 1-800-686-2237, extension 129, before it's too late to protect yourself. Will the oncoming catastrophe take all private IRAs, 401ks with it? There is a way to protect your hard-earned assets. Call me, John Hubner, at one 800 686 2237 extension 129. We all know that Berkey water purification systems are the most trusted name in water filtration. As an authorized Berkey dealer for over six years and serving thousands of satisfied customers, the Berkey Guy offers amazing specials for Berkey water filtration systems. The Berkey Light systems include a set of self sterilizing and recleanable black purification elements that purify water by removing chlorine, pathogenic bacteria, cysts, and parasites to non detectable levels and remove harmful chemicals such as herbicides and pesticides. Order the Berkey Light system today, complete with two black Berkey elements for only $231, and the Berkey Guy will ship your order free of charge. With the purchase of a Berkey Light, the Berkey Guy is also offering a set of fluoride and arsenic filters for only $39.99. That's over 30% off the retail price. Call the Berkey Guy at 1-877-886-3653. That's 1-877-886-3653. Or order online at GoBerkey.com. That's GoBerkey.com today. I have bought a few bottles of heart and body extract and have to say that it it certainly does work. That's what Jack from Michigan had to say after his experience with heart pain and what he did to treat it with heart and body extract. I actually had a huge heart flutter. I was also having some edema around my ankles and very worrisome clot in my uh, right leg that would happen from time to time while I was trying to sleep. Heart and body extract is all natural with no negative side effects. It will help repair or correct past problems associated with the heart and body circulation. After my second bottle of heart and body extract, all problems are now gone. Order at hbextract.com or call 866-295-5305. I ordered a third bottle of heart and body extract for maintenance as I want to keep everything working. Order heart and body extract at 866-295-5305 or hbextract.com. Heart and body extract for a long and healthy life. We'd like to hear from you. If you have a comment or question about the Paracast, send it to news at theparacast.com. 
That's news at theparacast.com. And don't forget to visit our famous Paracast community forums at forum.theparacast.com. Please go to plus.theparacast.com, plus.theparacast.com. You'll learn there about the other radio show we do called After the Paracast, where you never know what we're going to talk about. This is Shop Talk here, and we're going to have some, some other things that we're going to do in After the Paracast this week that you can't get unless you sign up for the Paracast Plus. It's real cheap. It's $5 a month, $50 a year, $175 for five years. So you get like 18 months free. You also get the ad-free version of this radio show, plus.theparacast.com. And this added attraction, we give you a copy of Chris O'Brien's Stalking the Tricksters if you subscribe for one year or more. We've got Burnt State with Gene and Chris with our Shop Talk episode. And as you see, the discussion is very much focusing on the real lack of UFO research being done, just collecting a lot of data where do we take it? Is it all being mined by people like Bob Bigelow for whatever purpose he has? Chris, we have some questions from our listeners. You want to get to a couple of them? Well, this might sound a little self-serving, but we have a question from our own burnt state that I really want to get to. Um, I guess when you posted your question, you didn't realize you were actually going to be on the show answering your question. But No, uh, I didn't. <laughs> well, now you can talk to yourself. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Well, you you stated here, and and I just I love this. You said I'd like to hear some talk about the ETH or the extraterrestrial hypothesis as folklore. Do we really have any evidence whatsoever that the anomalous objects we see in the sky have anything at all to do with structured craft controlled by sentient alien species from off planet? <laughs> what do you trace back the ETH to? Is the whole concept just a confabulation of pop culture? Well, why don't you why don't you start start us off with uh, with uh, your thoughts on that particular subject? And uh, and I'm sure Gene and I will will chime in as we have been known to do sometimes. Well, yeah. Well, this is uh, I, I obviously am a bit of a valet disciple uh, there, and have been accused of worse in the forums. But when you, you look back into the history of paranormal activity and our our contact with with strange strange things, and, and we and and this really is the passport to Magonia piece that you know once upon a time there was elves and there were fairies and they abducted our children and took them away from us, and then fast forward into the modern era. Uh, and there's airships. And, and who's in those airships? Well, they're angry uh, people. They're well-dressed people. They look like they could be from Japan or Ireland or Scandinavia. And they look human is what they look like. But they're flying in some pretty interesting machines and interacting with people that really that shouldn't be happening at that time. And then when you fast forward then into the um, modern era of ufology, suddenly now we have contact with all manner of strange uh, creatures that are there and and they're you know the humanoid listing that albert rosales has collected it's absolutely mind-blowing that's there but it seems to me there's a very set uh, pattern that's been occurring over time and that we've just created new stories depending on what's the nature of the technology of the time and so in the earlier days there wasn't a lot of technology but the elves had fairy drinks and that could alter you and take you somewhere else and the airships are visible and things that we can look at if you take a look at the UFO, this is about future technology. This is about our modern era of flight that is extremely advanced. 
something that when we started to dominate the skies, you know, uh, World War II era and on, we start to see this manifestation of, a, of another you know, type of technology that looks kind of like ours, but seems to be extremely more advanced than ours. And so to me, there's kind of a chain that's taking place there that I see that that ETH piece then becoming very popularized in literature. It's a narrative that happens in early sci-fi literature, and then it shows up in early television uh, stories, and, and it proceeds from there. And now it's almost very hard to kind of separate the story from the fact and I think we have to account for, for that some of the strangeness of the cases and, and the repetitions of soil samples, the fact that we must be the hottest tourist spot in the galaxy for the number of types of vehicles and types of creatures that are visiting us. You know, none of these things really make a lot of sense in terms of that concept of the ETH. And I wonder sometimes, is the ETH just a really good story? Did you think of the possibility, Robert, that maybe we're being led in a specific direction? So the presence of flying saucers, UFOs, showing potential advanced technologies for air travel, space travel, that's teaching us about the possibility in various ways of developing technology like that. We're seeing our future. We're being brought, maybe kicking and screaming, into a new age. Well, you can can actually uh, take that even a step further. You could um, argue that... Possibly what we're seeing is um, some sort of evolutionary imperative, uh, as my friend David Perkins would like to, uh, to, to call it, uh, something that is designed to draw us off planet, to get us out there like a, a breath of, of wind that uh, hits a dandelion and spreads uh, the seeds uh, to the wind. Uh, we need to get off this planet. At some point, we're going to get hit by an asteroid. There'll be some sort of uh, you know catastrophic you know, uh, Earth-ending event, uh, the sun's going to go supernova at some point uh, and burn the inner planets to a crisp as the sun goes, uh, gets larger and larger and starts to die and becomes a red giant. Um, the Earth is, 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 has a finite lifespan. And in order for this closed system, which I believe is a superorganism that's very much alive, I, I have always felt that our planet is a sentient uh, superorganism. And, and perhaps the planet itself is, is helping us you know, kick ourselves out of the nest, so to speak. And uh, we're going to have to learn to fly. We're going to have to see the universe. We're going to have to get out there, spread the gene pool out there into the cosmos. And what better way than to trick ourselves to get off planet by supplying us with the types of uh, folklore and stories and and, and uh, motivation um, that we find uh, within the, I guess, just the, the effect of the uh, ufological mystery on our thinking, on our technological development, on our on our ability to get out there and see see the universe. We're not doing a very good job of that right now. <laughs> We're allowing the uh, private sector to uh, take take control. We're allowing the, uh, the free market system to dictate how that particular effort is going to proceed. Um, hopefully it's going to be proceeding in a timely manner. But we do uh, have to get out there and see the universe. And, and we may be supplying ourselves with the kind of motivations that it would take to get us out there. What do you think, guys? Well, let me suggest something here. Maybe Earth is sending that message. Mother Earth is telling us we've got to get prepared to leave this planet. We need to be space-born. And very likely there is life out there, and we need to become one with them. We need to meet these other people. 
And the fact of the matter is, or things, whatever they are, and the fact of the matter is here, maybe E.T. doesn't really care about meeting up with us because we're not ready. What we see now is not really E.T. It's a message. Maybe it's a message from E.T. It's a message from Mother Earth. It's telling us we have to leave this planet. And our entire existence as a race depends on making that decision. It's an evolutionary imperative. Exactly. It's part of our evolution. We'll talk about evolution and more, but no, I'm not going to get into that. Too political. Burnt State, Gene and Chris, you're in the Paracast. Independently leading the way for the nation. Compelling talk for every political persuasion. We are GCN. Graphic Converter is the image manipulation tool for the rest of us. It does not use any database. You get full control of all your files. Want to view the images of a folder? Drag it into Graphic Converter and a powerful browser opens up to show your image files. You could use it for slideshows. You could use it to import images from digital cameras or from scanners. Need to do some image editing? You can do that too in Graphic Converter. Also, print catalogs convert from so many formats, I can't even list them. Download now to see if Graphic Converter is good for you, like one and a half million other users. Guess what? You could save money when you buy Graphic Converter. Use the coupon code NIGHTOWL. Use the coupon code NIGHTOWL to get a special price for Graphic Converter. Go to LemkeSoft.com. That's L-E-M-K-E-Soft.com. LemkeSoft.com. L-E-M-K-E-Soft.com. We live in a complicated society. Stressful issues are always popping up. Have you ever been treated unfairly by someone? Have you ever been overcharged for a repair? Have you ever signed a contract or a document worried about identity theft? How many times have you been in those unique situations where you just wanted to call an attorney to find out if you're right or wrong or what your legal rights are? But every time you think about calling an attorney, what do you think about first? That's right. Who do you call and how much will it cost? Our friends at Legal Shield have found a solution. With a nationwide network of 6,900 attorneys who average 19 years of experience, Legal Shield's law firms take over 40,000 calls per week helping their members. For less than $20 per month, you can have access to Legal Shield on everything from the trivial to the traumatic. Let Legal Shield stand up for your rights at lsprotection.com. That's lsprotection.com. Or call 855-340-SAVE, 855-340-7283. Results will vary from case to case. I had tried everything. I'd cut back the amount of food I was eating. I was lifting weights and jogging, but nothing was working. My body was literally starving for minerals and trace elements as well as key vitamins. And as soon as I had that, I immediately could eat half of what I was eating previously and be satisfied. Now, there are hundreds of great products at InfoWarsTeam.com, but I want to point out the three that have helped me lose 37 pounds in just two months. Products like Beyond Tangy Tangerine, Pollen Burst, and Rebound. When I started taking the Tangy Tangerine and other products every day, I lost more than 37 pounds in just two months. Now that's results. I want to challenge my listeners to go to InfoWarsTeam.com and to order just three of their products, and you will see the changes in the way you look, feel, and in your appetite almost immediately. Start your journey to health and wellness today. InfoWarsTeam.com. 
Attention taxpayers, if you've received a notice from the IRS or state, do not ignore it. It's also a big mistake to try and handle your tax problem on your own. If you owe back taxes, it's a fact that the government has the power to take everything you own, including your home, business, wages, savings, and your freedom. But here's the good news. There's a special toll-free tax hotline set up especially for you. This tax hotline will tell you about new programs that are geared to help you dramatically settle, reduce, or eliminate what you owe. But you have to call now. Take down this number or put it in your cell phone. But call 877-345-7645. That's 877-345-7645. When you call, you'll get free information on how you can reduce or eliminate back taxes, including penalties and interest. You can also be helped if you have unfiled returns, a tax lien, wage garnishment, bank levy, or if you have been entered into a payment plan but can't make the payments. Don't make the big mistake in thinking you can ignore or handle your tax problem on your own. You can stop the collection process immediately at 1-877-345-7645. That's 1-877-345-7645. 1-877-345-7645. Hi, this is Nick Pope. You're listening to the Paracast. Brent states with us for the remainder of the show with Gene and Chris talking shop. And Chris and I were talking about part of our evolution being given the message to get ready to leave this planet, to save ourselves, part of our survival. Can we go that far, Chris? Burnt state? What I was wondering about is, you know, where do our ideas come from? You know, when you talk about planetary psychology and, you know, that Jung addressed this idea of a collective unconsciousness, that that perhaps there are these ideas floating out in the ether that we're, we're sharing in. And, and if you think about the advance, uh, advance of technology in our society and culture and how that's affected us, you know, dramatically affected us, you know, the rise of the machine in the industrial era uh, radically altered the way that people lived inside of cities. Uh, it affected the types of things that they dreamed about, the types of things they thought about, how they built and created societies. And you look at the modern digital revolution, which is, you know, phenomenally different at an even higher acceleration, you have to think there's got to be a lot of latent fears, concerns, anxieties, even about entering into an era where we're getting more electronic contact than the natural contact. And I wonder, do we even have a connection to the earth? And is it more about us kind of looking at the ideas that are being created in our society and out of that idea pool, you know, that's kind of sitting inside of the back of our own brains that that out of this comes our ideas of the future, our ideas of a visitation, our ideas of departing the planet and, and going to other places. I remember reading a really good essay uh, about someone talking about how, you know, UFO sightings are about latent human anxiety about entering into the technological era. And while I don't subscribe to the, you know, the kind of psychosocial or, or that kind of cultural context as being the only explanation for why we see the things that we do, I, I do think there's some relevance in there and that we we do need to start to investigate you know our sightings in a more specific manner and give consideration to cultural context because the eth has got a cultural context piece that has a history and and valets map that out so we've got to address that while at the same time still bringing good science to bear to understand how does human perception work uh, you know how do we experience reality and, and what is it that's actually out there that we're seeing in the first place good point let's move on with the questions Okay. Well, and I'm just going to go down the list here uh, that Robert uh, supplied us with uh, at forum.theparacast.com, where you can ask questions of our guests. In this case, it's uh, a Shop Talk episode, so we're answering our own questions. (laughs) We're talking to ourselves, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Here's another one from Robert. What do you subscribe to with regards to the UFO UAP conundrum? With so many objects to discount and consider... 
plasma, ball lightning, space reentry, sky critters, let's say uh, Trevor James Constable's idea of sky critters, uh, ultra terrestrials, uh, beings that are here but hidden from us. Sky mandalas, that's a good one. That kind of harkens back to Jung. What would each of you put your money on as far as what is the majority of what is being seen? Um, Gene, what do you think? Is all this just misidentified natural phenomenon, uh, wishful thinking, ultra-terrestrial sky critters, uh, the collective unconscious, or actual aliens from outer space? I mean, where do you come down? Can it be all of the above? Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. That, that would be my answer. I think it's a lot of answers. It might be that E.T. is here. And they're part of the situation, but may also be that we have all these other forces at work. And that's what makes it so difficult to get to a real answer. No. Since you asked the question, Robert, what's your answer? You know, I think that's the the deal is that it's the more we study and the more we know, and that's been the history of humanity, is the more we realize how little we know and just how complex reality is. So I, I agree with both of you. I think it's many things and certainly there's that possibility of, of aliens visiting. That's that's out there. And I would never, I, I, one of the things I've noticed on, on the forum space is a lot of people, you know, as soon as you broach, oh, the ETH is folklore, suddenly people come out swinging going, no, that's a sacred cow. You can't say that everything's just in our heads. And and I've never said everything's just in our heads, but I do think we have to understand how our heads work and how we how we see things because that's intrinsically tied with the experiences that our people are, are having. I mean, reality is a, a virtual event inside of our heads given to us through our senses. So we need to be appreciative of that fact and recognize we're probably seeing a lot of different things take place. Some we might define ultimately as being natural, mundane, mysterious. I'm starting to give more and more credence to sky critters, to be honest, that there's some type of natural phenomenon that might be part of our atmosphere that might be affecting us in ways that maybe it's not even sentient, but it appears that way to us in the way that Greg Bishop was talking about something that you know, works like it's the weather or, or waves that we're just responding to it in strange ways. But I don't think we can ever say it's just one thing. It's obviously many things that are at work here, and certainly not all of them are sentience uh, behind it. Yeah, I think it's it, the human mind. It just has a natural inclination to try to compartmentalize and, and, and try to categorize and classify things. And, and we may be attempting to, with the ETH, it, it's, it's like a blanket uh, explanation to explain a lot of things that we, we, we're experiencing that, that are all being sort of lumped together into a, one big amorphous category called the ETH. And when, in fact, it may be uh, it may be aliens from some other dimension, some other star system, but the vast majority, I think, of what what is going on is is highly complex and 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 you know could be a whole constellation of different of different things as as described. So, I think it's just part of human nature to uh, attempt to to um, explain things uh, in the easiest, most simplistic way and. Mm-hmm. And it's easier for for people to you know get their heads around something if it's um, if it's you know classified in a simplistic way. I think uh, it, it it just it's human nature to to want to go uh, the simplest route, and unfortunately, uh, that doesn't work for for many of these mysteries that we're all so interested in and, and that we cover here on the Paracast. And and you know, I really have a sense that. Um, there is something uh, that still needs to be discovered about the nature of human consciousness and how we we actually 
are able to cognize um, mm-hmm. some of these phenomenal events and why certain people um, see them in one way and the shoulder to shoulder with somebody else that might have a different experience. Uh, there's a reason for that. And I don't think enough work has been done to really explore the nature of consciousness and the nature of our, of our abilities uh, to cognize uh, experience and, and, um, and then interpret that. So, you know, there's, it's just such a wide open field. Um, still, uh, we're, we're barely crawling. Uh, we haven't gotten up and, and taken our first shaky step. Uh, God forbid, uh, you know, we should ever develop to the point where we can run a marathon. I, I think we're still on our hands and knees. Uh, we're little, you know, infants just uh, scooting across the floor right now. Um, <laughs> we I have agree. a long way to go. You know, I have a crazy thought as we were talking here about reality. And that is perhaps our reality expands as we perceive more of it. Mm-hmm. In other words, it's not just a basic reality that we just have to learn. But as we find things more and more complicated, the entire reality is adjusting itself. Yeah, a nice bowl of DMT will really expand your uh, your awareness. Uh, or five or six grams of uh, psilocybin um, that'll uh, that'll jumpstart your uh, <laughs> your cognitive process. Well, it's interesting you say that because that you know the hallucinogenic experience and the altered states seems to be very connected to the UFO witness when it's a, a proximity case when they're up close to something it shares a lot of similarities in terms of uh, fear adrenaline um, you know the types of sensations that people are having racing thoughts uh, perceptions of you know some type of sentience on the other side of it I think that's the interesting part about the phenomenon it is is teaching us something about ourselves and perhaps Perhaps if we spend a little bit more time thinking about the witness and, and who they are and how they're being affected, and, and are there even categories of witnesses, maybe we can learn something about the phenomenon or, or, or learn more about ourselves. I found one interesting piece from the Project Core people that were uh, solicited all of their um, you know questions about people who've had paranormal experiences as well as UFO uh, experiences. One of the most interesting overlaps in there was people who associated feelings with numbers and people who associated feelings with colors. Now, that's the synesthesia experience. That's the artist. That's the visionary. No, that's the person who's having an altered reality every day in terms of how they look at uh, things that are unfolding. So I think that's one interesting point. We've got more to come with Burnt State. Gene and Chris, you're in the Paracast. Not just an alternative to the mainstream media. We're the premier independent talk radio network. We are GCN. Attack of the Rockoids has been well received by critics and readers alike. It's a thrill a minute story you'll never forget. A former U.S. military intelligence officer is haunted by intense dreams about a beautiful woman pleading for his help after a terrible battle in outer space. But the dreams turn out to be true and thrust him into a telepathic love affair with a woman whose faraway planet is intent on destroying the Earth. And now the gripping tale continues in The Coming of the Protectors. It's the second book of the Rockoids trilogy, a galaxy-spanning adventure that pits our hapless heroes against powerful, fanatical enemies that threaten the lives of freedom-loving beings everywhere. Attack of the Rockoids and The Coming of the Protectors, classic science fiction at its best, available now. 
For more details, visit rockoids.com. That's R-O-C-K-O-I-D-S dot com. Did you know that drinking pure, high alkaline water is one of the most important factors in maintaining high energy and vibrant health? Most experts agree that the water you drink should be at a pH level of 8 or higher. AlkaVision Plasma pH Drops, available only at AlkaVision.com, combine a unique formula of only the most alkaline minerals. AlkaVision Plasma pH Drops alkalize your water, ridding the body of harmful toxins, and helps you regain health and energy. Alkalizing your water by simply adding 10 drops of AlkaVision Plasma pH Drops helps Helps the body rid itself of acidic waste, increases oxygen content, and raises the pH of your body to healthy levels. And bacteria and viruses cannot survive in an alkaline high pH environment. Order your bottle of AlkaVision Plasma pH drops for only $29.95 at AlkaVision.com. That's A-L-K-A-Vision.com. Or call 269-409-1776. 269-409-1776. Alkalize your body. Supercharge your health at AlkaVision.com today. Hi, my name is Scott Fuchs, teacher and rowing coach for over 14 years. I was sluggish, overweight, on prescription drugs, and only 30-something. Fortunately, I was referred to Dr. Z, and happy to say Dr. Z's all-natural protocols over a consistent course resolved my health issues. I'm in the best shape of my life, and most importantly, on zero medications. I'm Dr. Zdanowski, author of Evology, trained as a primary care physician, surgical manipulation under anesthesia, expert in nutrition, diet, weight loss, immune system, and I specialize in chiropractic. My 15 years of professional experience has taught me the four keys to vibrant health, a balanced muscular skeletal system, an integrated nervous system, a flowing lymphatic system, and a body filled with over 90 essential nutrients. This has been a secret too long. Actualize your potential, reverse disease. Call me, Dr. Z. 201-945-1177-201-945-1177 EvolveYourself.com Attention taxpayers, if you've received a notice from the IRS or state, do not ignore it. It's also a big mistake to try and handle your tax problem on your own. If you owe back taxes, it's a fact that the government has the power to take everything you own, including your home, business, wages, savings, and your freedom. But here's the good news. There's a special toll-free tax hotline set up especially for you. This tax hotline will tell you about new programs that are geared to help you dramatically settle, reduce, or eliminate what you owe. But you have to call now. Take down this number or put it in your cell phone. But call 877-345-7645. That's 877-345. 345-7645. When you call, you get free information on how you can reduce or eliminate back taxes, including penalties and interest. You can also be helped if you have unfiled returns, a tax lien, wage garnishment, bank levy, or if you have been entered into a payment plan but can't make the payments. Don't make the big mistake in thinking you can ignore or handle your tax problem on your own. You can stop the collection process immediately at 1-877-345-7645. That's 1-877-345-7645. 1-877-345-7645. Hi, it's Grant Cameron from PresidentialUFO.com. You're listening to the Paracast, the gold standard of paranormal radio. Ah, I kind of wish that Bernstein came in a little bit earlier because he was hitting here about this research from Project Core and some of the results that he's talking about. As we talk shop with Gene and Chris, Robert? Yeah, the only other point I wanted to ma- mention, which goes back to the other piece that, that Chris had mentioned, is you know human beings like a good story, 
and they and they like an ending to that story. We're, we're not a big fan of open-ended stories, and we're also not a fan of, of stories that are, instead of suggesting A or B, but perhaps a third bank of the river, you know, a, a, another thing we hadn't considered at all that perhaps we couldn't even imagine uh, to be out there. But I do think that's what the UFO phenomenon is doing, is it's stretching our sensibilities of of how we perceive stories and, and narratives, because we that's how we live our lives here on this planet, is, you know, is, is, is through the stories that we've been told by parents, or this is how you be in society, this is the messages we get from media, consumerism, etc. You know, that, that's how we live. And the UFO piece is is offering something else altogether. And it's uh, there is no simple answer. I think the ETH is, is too quick and too easy a solution. And that we need to recognize that it's trying to teach us another way of experiencing reality. That unfortunately is a problem because we were first exposed to the possibility of extraterrestrial UFOs back in the 1950s. And we haven't grown beyond that. Well, most people haven't who have been exploring the subject. And one of the things where we think the Paracast is different from other radio shows is we try to expand your mind. Not saying you should take substances, but consider a lot more possibilities here that what we're exploring is a lot more complicated than you have a right to think. Of course, unfortunately, the media wants to think it's all about ET, that when you say UFOs, it is tantamount to ET, and when news reporters talk about people interested in UFOs, they are invariably ET believers. Chris, you want to get to another question? Well, here's one from Polterwurst. It's more of an observation, really, than a question. But I think this whole um, recent German Wings crash it, it kind of shook him to the core a little bit. Um, the guy who actually dove that plane into the Alps was from his hometown uh, in Germany. And... Uh, <laughs> He says it's uh, catapulted him back into the near nihilistic state of mind um, that he experienced after the 9-11 attacks. It seems so senseless. But, um, and I can feel, I can feel your angst about that. Uh, believe me, 9-11 did a, a big number on me for, it still has done a, a number on me. But he's, he, he goes on to mention Linda Godfrey's appearance here and uh, her description of a ball of light that she saw. While another witness uh, saw a full-blown aberration of some sort of ghostly form. And uh, he's been wondering uh, about the unwillingness of most UFO researchers to, to consider balls of light as part of the phenomenon. There is a German researcher by the name of Gerhard Goschel, who's a very technical and down-to-earth guy, who has set up cameras at several UFO hotspots, quote-unquote, and recorded nothing at all in the way of nuts and bolts, but quite a few balls of light zipping around or hovering and he always checks for misinterpretation of headlights, uh, aircraft, and other mundane explanations, of course. Instead of following his research, other ufologists are dismissing him wholesale, of course, saying it's either natural phenomena like plasma balls or just some you know, in, indiscernible light. Well, how about trying to get a really good look at them instead of just shrugging them off? And I agree. I think that the, if you look at, at the totality of, of UFO sightings, a vast majority of them are and, and do appear to conform to that particular category of sighting, which is uh, uh, amorphous balls of light. I have seen them very close to me. Um, I've had them uh, uh, pace my car uh, just a few feet away. Um, I've seen them zip around um, um, the forest in, in Colorado, light up trees. I've actually been higher in elevation and see balls of light uh, lower than me. An elevation with a completely uniform uh, overcast sky. 
Um, these are not um, nuts. I wouldn't describe them as nuts and bolts craft. Um, they may be natural uh, phenomenon. They seem at times to be intelligent. And I think that this category of sighting is really, and, and Polterwurst uh, is, I think, rightfully um, pointing out that this category of sighting is not really uh, given the amount of attention that uh, it possibly should. Um, what do you guys think? I think a significant number of the sightings that have taken place over history seem to be varying sizes and colors of balls of light. Uh, certainly the most fascinating ones, and I really hope you could get this guy on the Paracast, is the, the character who's been investigating the Hestelin uh, phenomenon, uh, because he actually presented at uh, the Gay Pen uh, conference that took place in Paris. And the title of his was 30 Years Later. You know, So what has been accumulated in Hestalen and in studying, because there's been some pretty interesting balls of light that he managed to uh, get recordings of that we know are not just, as you said, you know, um, uh, car headlights or, or inversion layers uh, that are reflecting uh, things. So certainly that's, I think, something that deserves uh, a lot more study. But I guess the question I've got to you, Chris, like when you say that these things are... Um, one, you seem to have seen a lot of them. So I'm wondering how come I'm not getting to, to get this. I must not be getting out and about uh, enough, but I'm curious to know when you say that there's a sentience attached to that, what, what do you mean by that? Um, to give you an example my brother and, um, a, um, a fellow, a, a researcher from the seventies, actually, who was involved early on in catamulation research, they were coming back, uh, to Crestone, um, and they were traveling um, right down the road that goes uh, past Blanca towards the Great Sand Dunes and then heads out west towards, um, you know, 17, which then takes us, uh, takes the, uh, you know, takes you up to Crestone or the turn to Crestone. And they were, you know, it was late at night, um, around midnight, if I remember correctly. And they saw this, this ball of light, a large, uh, very large, uh, riveting ball of light that was, up in a veil uh, of the Blanca Massif. And um, they found a road that kind of went up towards the mountain. They turned on it and uh, started to head up there. And the light appeared to mirror what they were doing. They stopped. They turned their lights off. The light dimmed. Um, he put his parking lights on. The lights changed uh, from white to yellow. Um, they blinked, uh, turned the headlights on, the lights uh, became bright and white. They blinked at it, the lights blinked back. They started to head up the road and the lights started to race down the mountain. It was like reflecting what they were doing, mm -hmm. uh, like a mirror image. They stopped, the lights stopped. Uh, they freaked out, they turned around, they started to go down the hill. As soon as he hit his brakes, the lights turned red and stopped uh, coming down the hill. They turned back around. And they played uh, a form of almost communication with this particular huge light source. And we're talking about a very large ball of light. This is not one of your standard uh, issue uh, blue softball-sized lights or, uh, let's say, beach ball-sized orange light or a smaller you know, baseball-sized red light, um, all, all of which I've seen on a number of occasions um, this was a huge uh, ball of light, but it seemed to be mimicking or uh, playing with them and with intelligence. And mm -hmm. um, I don't know how else uh, you could explain something like that. Um, it, it seemed to be mirroring what they were doing. 
it couldn't have been a coincidence. My my brother would not make something like this up. Uh, Bill McIntyre, the guy he was with, was a real uh, straight shooter, uh, investigative journalist, uh, broke uh, several very important uh, stories in his journalistic career. They had nothing to gain. This is before I was involved in uh, in writing, investigating. This was back in in 1990, two years before I got involved in uh, in the ufological field. So this was a uh, Oh, by the way, you wouldn't believe what happened to us last night type of a, of an account. So I wish we had more time, but uh, that's uh, my idea of intelligence. We do have more time. It's called After the Paracast. And what we're going to do here is we're going to adjourn this discussion on this week's episode of the Paracast and continue some of this in After the Paracast. You've got to join the Paracast Plus to hear that show. To do that, you go to plus.theparacast.com, plus.theparacast.com. You get the ad-free version of the show, the exclusive After the Paracast podcast. You get no other way. And if you subscribe for a year or five years, you get a free copy of Chris's book, Stalking the Tricksters. A lot to come. Check us out on Twitter. We're known as the Paracast. There are two Paracast fan clubs on Facebook. Check out our forums, forum.theparacast.com. What else can I say? Thank you, Robert Bernstein, for joining us this week on the Paracast. Thank you for having me. Enjoyed it. The Paracast, featuring Gene Steinberg and Christopher O'Brien, is a copyrighted presentation of Making the Impossible Incorporated. Tune in next week for a new adventure in The Paracast.